Blog Talk Radio. Lovers in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. 
earthly state of human concerns in existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same as your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding in others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns in existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same as your thoughts transmits it. Get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intentions straight out. Alright, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories and shit that works. You have activated pipe in which that produced this black chemical called melanin. We, what we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is over. Our planet is the fourth in distance from the star you call Sirius, some 8.7 light years from fantastic. This is the first time we have left our system, and you, the first intelligent life we've encountered. We're pleased to meet you. Fantastic. I stand 10 feet tall on the nine-step pyramid in Tolo, Mexico. Call me Cuxacodal, the high priest magician, holding a commission system, raising three sons with 12 planets orbiting a serene existence. Dimension shifting, not poles, prompted to the 12th density, the old soul, third eyes open. We see the truth, divine light, conducting doing their sharp solar energy, engulfs the king's gallery. Two halves stay whole, you're breaking the mold to the pattern of your reality. In the meditative state, your true self is revealed. The hidden powers to heal the mind, body, and spirit. There's nothing to fear. Ascension levels are near. Ancient ancestors channel stay clear. Living in harmony with all cycles of evolution. Unifying as one, that's the solution. We're building our life force energy. So we meditate. We gotta meditate. Eat the right foods. Conserve, don't waste. Meditate. You know we meditate. Moderate physical and mental activities, meditate, you gotta meditate, living in harmony with all cycles of evolution, meditate, yeah we meditate, meditate, open your third eye, open your chakras, G-O-D is I, magnetic propulsion, carbon in my skin, suck in to make you think you breathing oxygen, 3D downgrade, so I had to elevate, had to get my mind right, spirit keep my body straight, hologram world, got to put together pieces, we are all, holy bible sticks you with Jesus, in the west they pray, in the east we meditate, united states fall fucked up, while everybody else is straight, so I had to obtain, life force energy, cosmic energy, everything is energy, most crop circles, duh, come from meditation, Gandhi walked the world, while locked up through the meditation, 
meditation From here to whenever Breathe in your nose Exhale like your mouth And stay on your toes Meditate We're building our life force energy So we meditate We gotta meditate Eat the right foods Conserve, don't waste Meditate You know we meditate Moderate physical or mental activities Meditate You gotta meditate Living in harmony with all cycles of evolution Meditate Yeah, we meditate Life force energy, so we meditate. We gotta meditate. Eat the right foods, conserve, don't waste. Meditate, you know we meditate. Moderate physical or mental activities. Meditate, you gotta meditate. Living in harmony with all cycles of evolution. Meditate, yeah, we meditate. Yes, indeed. We are here again. It's um, oh, you already know what time it is. It is now time. So, uh, peace and blessings from the First World Order Radio family again. I am your host, um, Dr. Water, the Meta Magician, also known as Elohim Bay. Um. Today is another Tuesday, another warm Mars day, Marty day, Marty day, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's uh, nice out here. It's about 110, you want to call it nice. You know, I ain't complaining. It's a nice warm day. You know, it's a nice cold day when it's cold. At any rate, um, you know, it's another Tuesday, another Tips and Tricks Tuesday. I'm getting a beep right quick from my dearest mother. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Alrighty, I should be back. That was my moot her there. Um, so who was I? Oh yeah, it's a tips and tricks Tuesday. Um, another session. Get something in. I'm gonna go turn this air condition off. I think it's been on too long. Um, so uh, get thanks to those who came before. Those who come behind me. Also, want to give a shout out to Dr. Alina Cadero over there holding it down, and also for allowing allowing us to have this space and time to do these. Uh, you know, to have this opportunity to express some of this math and whatnot. And if you are in that this area, or if you have no, if you have plans or, or doing something for the sources. Summer solstice coming in. Solstice meaning, you know, soul meaning sun. And stasis, so that word means still. So the stilling of the sun, the sun is still. Whatever you got, you got something you want to do. I think the most beneficial thing would be to go down to uh, down to Dr. Eileen's land and whatnot and, and share with these with those guys on the summer solstice um, event that they're having from, I think, the 19th to the 21st. Those three days, I'm, I'll be down on on Friday and then leaving out on that evening. Um, 
but it, it's going to be wondrous. It, I, I promise you, if you can get there, it would be life altering. I went to the spring solstice, I mean, spring equinox event they had last year. It was 20, yeah, 2014. And uh, I saw the seeds sprout into a beautiful, I mean, I'm doing this, this is one thing, you know, but it's a lot of different um, aspects I could, I could embark on, but we got to get through this meditation, uh, my medication <laughs> session. So uh, I'm not going to go off into the, the yonders with the long-winded explanations of things. So, uh, you know, give thanks for them, uh, you know, having these events because I'm telling you, you go down there, you really do, you, do you, you, you know, just listen and learn and absorb and then go out and activate and apply those those elements that you pick up in like day to day, you know, say day to day, put that put that stuff out there and use it. You will see some effective change in your life in general, individually first, individuated dual self first, and then you will notice how it connects to the to the all. So uh, come on down, you know, price is right. I promise you, you will see how priceless is. It's one of those Mastercard moments, you know what I'm saying? So um, get thanks. Also, uh, I want to give thanks. I say my my father, my physical father, my uh, you know the the fashioner of my face, Pata Pata. He uh, transitioned last year today, on June sixteenth. So give, I want to give thanks. Leon's again. I say, I say. Um, you know, he, that was my super. That was my superhuman. Right there, that was my superhero, my superhero. So, you know, I, I really uh, enjoyed him being around and, and showing me some, some good things. That, you know, even when he thought he wasn't showing me something, I was looking and observing and paying attention. It was, he was a good dude. He is a good dude, and he's still in my heart and still a part of it, of course. All right, so he continued to move on. Like I said, um, I'm not going to extend this any longer. I know how I get. So I'm going to do some men-nab, <laughs> stabilize the heart, and and uh, ignore some of those tendencies that I have to uh, continually expound on one thing and, and maybe, you know, monopolize the little bit of time that we have to uh, share on. On this, we got to get the meditations in. So I have like a few meditations I want to get in, as well as some tips and tricks on on health and wealth. But they're not going to be uh, too long, as far as uh, as far as how they have been. And I'm coming off my phone again. Something's up with just internet service. Ever since I got I had I got a new service. It ain't the, it ain't the same as when I had previously. So I'm using the phone again. So bear with me. Okay, so first and foremost, I'm gonna come out of um, out of Ijana, Van um book, The Acts of Faith again. Um, today's daily meditation, today being June 16th, is also uh, Tupac Shakur's birthday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, June 16th. And it's it's kind of ironic, I guess you could say, how this correlates with what we are going 
be talking about what we have been corresponding on as far as uh, med- meditation being med- medication. All right, so it's coming out of Luke 9, chapter 9, verse 2. And it states, and he sent them out to heal. I almost said that like a preacher. Then. And he sent them out to heal. It runs in the family. All right. So um, this is what Inyala Dinsat has, um, has wrote about this statement. We must realize that the healing power of spirit is within each and every one of us. We each have the power to heal not only ourselves, but our world and all those around us. Spirit expressing through us as a kind word, a caring touch, or a simple smile may may be all it takes. When we realize who we are, the blessings we have been given, the power we embody, we have tapped into the source of our healing ability. Every day we have at least one opportunity to help a friend, a loved one, or even a stranger. Regardless of the color of our skin, our economic status, our social or political philosophy, it is our responsibility to do what we can, when we can, to assure that someone else does better. Today, let us become aware of the healing power within and dedicate ourselves to uplifting those we touch. And at the bottom of the stage, through the healing power of the spirit within it, I bless others today. That's very powerful because he expresses the potential we have. Remember, potential is potentiation means power. It expresses the power that we have through spirit to heal ourselves and others. And the spirit is the intelligence within. And the intelligence, as it states right here, every day we have at least one opportunity to help a friend, a loved one, or even a stranger, regardless of the color of our skin, our economic status, our social or political philosophy, it is our responsibility. We have to, you know, do these things in order to do what we can, when we can, to assure that someone else does better. Prime example, I was eating yesterday with my daughter at Golden Corral. I'm a vegan, so I'm eating all green vegetables and whatnot, whatever, you know, and fruit and stuff like that. So I noticed that it's a table of uh, pale Caucasians were not sitting over there, and they're talking about me, you know, you know, because I'm what I'm eating. But they weren't directly saying this nigga eating, you know. They were saying I couldn't eat salad, and it was making my stomach do something and all that. I looked up at them, I smiled, you know, and I waved. I said, "How you doing?" Like I couldn't hear them, you know. But that gesture, that you know, that wave. I mean, I could have, you know, I, you know, saying, you know, I know a few things, you know, whatever, but. It's not for that purpose, you know. I, I just looked at it and I'm like, you know, why do we have this sense of fear about things that they don't have a real good understanding? I'm going through the experience, so I know through my own knowledge and wisdom of, of what that play of food is doing for me, you know what I'm saying, versus this uh, heavy set uh, guy who's sitting over there. I don't know what's going on in his life, but I, I could see from my observation that he was overweight, you know. But, um, you know, they're, they're prejudging me due to what I'm ingesting and digesting, you know, eventually later on that day or that next morning, whatever. So I'm just like, you know, to change that operation of fear, I, you know, I implemented what I've known to be uh, stronger than fear and, and eats it up, 
You know what I'm saying? It, it diffuses it, and that's love. So when we show love to a stranger, they they in turn got to go over and show that same love. Eventually, they they may not do it that day, but this is how you change your environment. This is how we influence each other. They call it peer pressure, and some people think the peer pressure stops after adolescence. No, because peer basically is through, you know, or per, you know, and pressure is is something that is um, forced or, or pressured. So we can be peer pressured. I mean, peer pressure can come from me changing my hairstyle, you know, from having long hair to short hair because I, I saw some external uh, visual of someone on TV or friends or something that had long hair and they cut it in a certain way, so I decided to cut my hair. You know, we do these things all the time. So it's an influence, but it could be called peer pressure, you know. But we had this power. We had that power and that ability. And when we express spirit, spirit being the intelligence within, you know what I'm saying, the breath, Spirit, I mean breath, you know, so the intelligence within the breath, when we express that that spirit through, like what it says here, a kind word, a caring touch, or even a simple smile, that's all it takes to change the environment around us. You know what I'm saying? One to a thousand, to a million. Now, we could go, I mean, a lot of people think of, of uh, certain type of degrees of, of what we call magic. Like there's a polarity on on some, you know, saying, you know, that's giving it back to a, a Christian or or a type of religious aspect without having a metaphysics behind it. There is no dark or light magic. It's only it's only magic, you know. And magic again is the science and art of causing change to occur, to occur, you know, what I'm saying, in conformity to what we will. Now if we want the world to blow up. Then all we gotta do is just you know, as as the masses or, uh, you know, collective thought, all we got to do is just keep thinking the world going to end. So they give us these scenarios of the world blowing up, and that's where, you know, oh, God, you're going to be in a beating the blues, going to, you know, fall into the planet or a comet is coming from over here, or we're going to blow up because heart blows up, and all these other things, you know, these different elements of uh, end time type things is going to happen. Now, the only reason it will happen is because of our, uh, capability in our power within, we call it melanin. You know, melanin has the potential to alter all things in physical reality because that's what melanin is, and we are melanated. And so are the uh, so-called Caucasians because they have neuromelanin or intermelanin. So all of us have melanin within us, and we, they have a lesser degree on the pigmentation of the skin, so they don't have that connectivity of solaric and cosmic and galactical energies coming directly to the skin and, and contacting those cells as we do. And you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't that I, I mean that that creates the first order entities, us, and then the second order entities. Now those second order entities we have schooled and, and trained to be able to know that knowledge and that information. So they have in turn turned you know, they changed around and rearranged certain things in the, the spectrum of our reality to where they are controlling and manipulating our um, our flow of manifestation, so to speak. So on the fear premises, because everything that, you know, remember the hologram is based on fear. The hologram means whole text or whole message. So the whole message right now is based on fear. We, we are changing, which it was and is, 
generally in truth and balance and harmony and, and order is based on love, and that's why. So in truth, it is based on love, but the mirror image that we are reflecting on right now is fear due to the elements that they have uh, have implemented in the external environment superficially. Now, internally, all that is the same. Everybody on the planet, everything that's alive got to do one thing, that's breathe. So the intelligence is within it that's blocked. You know, it has, we have obstructions. We have these these blockages, you know, in the chakra systems or whatnot, in our endocrine glands and in our organ in the, or in our endocrine system and in the glands, we have these these blockages. And these blockages internally create blockages externally. So to clear up those blockages, first we got to love ourselves and take the responsibility, as it says right here, we had it. Take, it is our responsibility to do what we can, when we can, to assure that someone else does better. Now, you see this dude on the side of the street, be whatever the complexion of skin, you know, remember, inside this dude got neuromelanin. If we split open a cadaver with a dead body, all that's going to look the same. We all breathe in the same, you know, energies in, so that it's going to create, in essence, it's going to create the same um Internal realities, man. The pigmentation of our skin might be different, but everybody got the same color liver unless it's, you know, jacked up because of uh, drinking and the same color lungs, heart unless it's jacked up because of whatever. Toxicity is being, as we were introduced into this planetary uh, mold as a physical being, in this, on the earth surface and whatnot, we all have internally the same uh, degree of pigmentation. Ain't nothing different inside, you know, and, and the ancestors knew this. That's why they allowed uh, those Aryans or whatnot to go, uh, his ghost, what, you know, whoever to come in and they, and they schooled them, like Socrates or so, whatever, Plato, all these guys. They schooled them on certain degrees of, of, of our knowledge and our mystery systems. And then, you know, after a while, like, you know, like, like we know, they use that information against us, you know, so. Now, you know, who's the better? We, to be the better person, we got to utilize the balance of the light and dark, of the mother and father. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what we got. That's the balance. You know, so that's the Lord of our life, the Lord of life. You know what I'm saying? So that's a very powerful, through healing, through the healing power of the spirit within, I bless others today. And that's the June 16th, John. You know, so that that was I, I like that. That's pretty peace coming from that's peace right there coming from Inyala Inyala Vanzat. I have trouble pronouncing her first name is Inyala I Y A N L A Vanzat V A N Z A N T. Very powerful sister, like like you know. All right. Now we're going to go and we'll keep it moving. We're going to go into tips and tricks session. You know, the, the tips and tricks part of uh, today's session. Um, today's tip, we're going to, I've been wanting to get into this past couple of days, but we're dealing with uh, planetary energies right now of Venus and Jupiter. Um, in traditional Chinese medicine in particular, Jupiter, well, Venus is dealing with the lungs, 
the lungs is has the aspect or the element of metal. So right now, Venus, if y'all haven't been noticing attention, is that's been real close to the planet. Anytime a planet it gets uh, near is near the Earth, another planet is near the Earth. We can draw in on that energy or the uh, emotion of that planet, and it can alter um, our emotional status as well. We we, we know this through uh, through astrology. So the emotion of the lungs is basically grief. You know, if you notice, uh, sometimes people who have a, a very sad uh, memory or something in their life, they might get lung cancer or some type of ailment of the like asthma or something because they're not ventilating that that after they're holding on to that grief and it can cause uh, the lungs to be filled with mucus or whatnot because it's trying to heal. You know, when mucus is being introduced to the body, the body is uh, effectively trying to heal. That's the only thing the body knows how to do, and that's how to get back to homeostasis or to heal, to balance. So it produces uh, mucus and other, but basically, you know, mucus is coming from the lower intestines and it rises up and goes through the body, lungs, you know, nose, eyes, mouth, and it's attempting to get out that that toxicity or that emotion that can produce toxicity or toxins in the body. So being that the lungs are dealing with uh, metal, metal is a, the element metal in traditional Chinese medicine cuts wood. You know, metal chops down wood. So if metal chops down wood, wood is dealing with the, the uh, organ system of the liver and gallbladder. Liver, as we all know, is very important because it it basically it um. It cleans the body. It stores blood and regulates the flow of, of blood through the body as well as chi, you know what I'm saying, or the energy we call chi. And, and uh, well, traditional Chinese medicine or ra, life force energy, chi, you know, melanin, you know, same thing. Because it, it, it permeates all things. Also, I say, I say uh, basically means uh, the undefinable energy that permeates all existence. So it's, and if you look at the word I say, A-C-H-E, it's I-Chi. You know, it's the same thing as Chi. But we pronounce it I say. So um, this, this element metal cuts wood. So if we have a weakened liver in the time that we are closer to the planet Venus, then we will have ailments Within the body, it could cause it, it, it would may cause us to become obsessively angered. If you already noticed, uh, you know a lot of angry birds running flying around right now. You know they're running loose. It's like some junk going on. Police angry for no reason. You know, and then dealing with the mechanics behind, well, the technology. I guess you could say electronic technology. That's also manipulating brainwave activity, as well as the planetary technology that's manipulating brainwave activity or the energy emotion. 
So in order for us to balance or, or whatnot, also Jupiter is dealing with uh, the liver system, you know. So in the liver is, uh, like I said, it's very important. So if one has a weakened liver in the time that we're close to Venus, and we're close to Jupiter as well. So it's like you got a double-edged sword that's, you know, this wood is being cut by metal, while at the same time if we have a weakened liver, then it can be burnt out by fire because, you know, wood is controlled. You know, wood is uh, controlled by um, by metal, but if we have a weakened if uh, we have a weakened um, spleen, because wood stops earth, this is kind of complicated, but he did with TCM a little bit. If we have a weakened spleen, then the then wood can cut into or wood can stop the process of our, our spleen. So. Basically, but let's get back to the metal thing and, and going in, in the wood because we're close to Venus right now like crazy. You see it every night. It's like right there. Jupiter is up above to the to the uh, left, and then down where, where we see Venus, like in the diagonal to the right, going well from the, from that top left, go down and to the um, to to the yeah, that would be the uh, north that would be northwest. So go southeast, and then you'll see Venus. They both bright, so you can't miss them and at, at night and stuff, all the way up to about, like, after way after midnight. I don't, I don't really see, I, you know, whatever, not, but so to uh, enhance the, we need to build the, the liver, basically, in order for a metal not to cut it down as much. So in order to build the liver, what what um energizes what energizes um wood water water helps helps grow um, trees basically right so and, and like I said the emotion that liver generate the negative emotion that li- the liver generates is anger. The positive emotion is acceptance. So we have to accept certain things as they are instead of being confounded to agree with the emotional pattern of, of what we would call how society is reacting and reflecting on certain things that's taking place. So we react the same way that um, everyone else is reacting around us, then we're going to generate the same type of uh, energy and emotion which would be based on that fear again, the fear hologram, you know, and, and again, the matrix of the mods, uh is going to have uh, more control than the heart of the Haru, the one who is creating the, um, you know, the, this mold, you know what I'm saying? We can't, the mold is mother, right? You know what I'm saying? Your mother is Haru too. You know what I mean? Mother is the what the portal we came out of. So if we if the portal has been manipulated and altered, then the what has came out of this mold has to help mother or the mold get back to her original or its original status, its original indigenous status. 
You know, indigenous meaning, you know, as far as etymology is concerned, it means black and genes or, or, you know, source, basically. Genes, genetics, whatnot. So the source or the black source is the womb. It's the vortex, it's the, the portal, it's that point. You know what I'm saying? That's that the locus Corellius. You know, locus Corellius um, is one of the 12, uh, 12 main uh, brain stems within the within the brain, the structure of the brain. And it, it basically, locus Corellius means the Latin word uh, stalacus lacum, means point or dot. And uh, Corellius is a Sanskrit word that means um, black, like care, class. You know, or Chris Karishna means black. So Locus Corellius means black dot. So this black dot is the point within our mind that the ancients knew about. You know what I'm saying? They studied man. They studied man and broke, you know, our anatomy down, physiological structure, and was able to um, discern between certain areas of the, of the body and, and the mind. And then they depicted these areas in symbolic in symbolic terms, like the Benben stone being symbolic of the locus corellis, as well as the black dot that the Hindus wear right in the center of their brain. So this this black dot is that seed, is that uh, initial spark of creation that brings about the whole structure of our physical structure. But it's that point of our existence that we come from, that vortex, so to speak. You know what I mean? So um, it's called the Ben Ben Stone. Ben Ben basically, um, basically the Ben Ben Stone is uh, the stone on top of the of the pyramid, the capstone, which was black, it was carbon. You know what I mean? But Ben Ben is a word that uh, means sun in 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 Hebrew, but in um, in ancient Kemetic it means gold. Well, it means matter, but when you turn it around to neb, it means gold, like nebedru. So it's the golden light, nebedru. So uh, this this transformation from being to neb is the alchemical transformation. It's also um, could be it's related to the inner alchemy of one transforming lower vibrational emotions into higher vibrational emotions, you know, hate turns into um, into uh, love, basically, or whatnot. So, so let's get away from what they're trying to offer us uh, in, that, in that plate, and let's change up our diet. You know, diet basically means death to the extraterrestrial. And where is the extraterrestrial um, going in the first place, where is the extraterrestrial? What is the extraterrestrial? It's the intelligence. You know, this is within the breath. Those orbs, those nano diamonds. You know, don't don't look too far away. Outside of you know, you know, by existence, don't don't go into hollow earth, into the rainbow city, looking for extraterrestrial. Don't go into uh, the nineteenth galaxy, looking for the extraterrestrial or Elyon, You know, as far as you know or Maldek or try to find a bureau out there. Look for the extraterrestrial right there in your cells because it's within the breath. The intelligence is within the breath. 
ET or extraterrestrial, whatever we're going to call it, they want to kill our breath. Because within every breath is what attacks a thought, right? So within that thought, it can be of a, a, a superficial reality that's concerned with only those lower base type of functions, or it can be of a innermost um, invigorating, stimulating, elevating reality, ultimate reality that is, is infinite. That those that superficial reality is transitional. It's not permanent. It's not real. You know what I'm saying? That's not the re- that's not the ultimate reality. It's some it's a figment of our imagination. It is a hologram. You know what I'm saying? And we are the ones that's producing the hologram. As long as we take in and absorb whatever it is that's going on, we're going to produce that. Remember, the wave functions collapse. The wave function collapse when we go out there and we start looking for it. So, you know what I'm saying? And also remember that waves of energy are excuse me, waves of energy that are standing still are or standing waves basically are the atoms. That's what we have now in creation. That's the atom. So I mean as far as like physical reality, atoms are standing waves that are stationary. And excuse me. And waves of energy that are contracting and expanding or coming and going back and forth, these are waves of potential. That's the waves of power. That that's the indifferentiated that's the undifferentiated energy matter. Undifferentiated meaning that it has it has not yet been formed into a physical uh, substance yet. It has potential of being whatever it's going to be. But those standing waves are already there. So once we start looking at the standing waves, then we we're going to reproduce that same standing wave. So we have to go into like meditation and this contracting and expanding um, wave of energy is in relation to. Atenra, the symbol of Atenra is the circle with the the with the um diam diameter, right? So you have the dot and then you have the diameter around it, or the circle around it, and the dot is is um implying how this is where it started and then it expanded out outward. So just contracting going in and then expanding out, contracting going in and expanding out. So it's pulsating. Or it's pulsing, you know what I'm saying? Whereas the standing wave pulse, yet they don't contract and expand. They they're not going in and out, in and out. It's just pulsing. You dig what I'm saying? So it's that's why they call it causes standing wave, and that's the atom, that's the physical existence, that's the root. You know, that's that's us as it is right here, as we see it and we go through the experience. You know, so but as long as we pay attention to that then that's what it's going to be. So we got to close off, you know, go into this, go into the meditation state. That's another key factor of the locus Corellius because it, it helps enhance or induce, um, it helps enhance or induce REM or rapid eye movement. A good book to get is Melanin, the Key to Freedom by Richard King, Dr. Richard King. He, ex- he expands on this throughout that book. But in our meditation, we we produce we open up the um, pituitary, or I mean the um, pineal gland to melatonin in meditation. And melatonin basically, um, well, in that process, 
it induces REM sleep, as it states in the book. And from there, we can consciously recall um, well, sleep is that REM sleep, and that the phase that is the phase of sleep during which humans, uh, neophyte humans, can consciously recall their dreams of travel and communication with other internal memory pools and internal or external dimensions of life and nature, trance states, unity with light, materialization, dematerialization, soul, spirit travel, and astral travel. So, if anyone was wondering why they not they don't remember the dreams or whatnot. But they don't have total recall on the dreams. It's probably due to the fact that we're going to sleep too late at night, and we have lights on because lights affect melatonin. Once the light comes on, like if I get up at two o'clock, go to the bathroom, I turn the light on, then I'm, I'm turning off my melatonin flow, and we have to be in REM. REM is like the third state of sleep. You know, we've got four four phases of sleep each one equal in two hours. So REM is like that third state when we go into that deep dream state, you know, and, and, but we can recall all that if melatonin is flowing properly. And um, the locus carillus is what basically turns that on. Um, finally, when it releases the hormone melatonin during night, that has a fast spread effects. One of the major effects is the activation of the brain's tight area post which in turn activates the locus carillus. It induces REM sleep. REM sleep is that place of sleep during which neophyte humans can constantly recall the dreams of travel and communication. Melatonin starts working from 9.30. It stops working at around 6.30 when the sun is rising. So we had that space of time right there that melatonin is flowing. So if we go in bed at 11, 30, 12 o'clock, we ain't, we're not getting a, a good flow of that, that energy or that melatonin through the pineal gland um, for this uh, point. So, okay, so get back to uh, to the liver. So we need to enhance the liver due to us being close to Venus. We also need to enhance, um, basically, we, we should be getting some water and fire going on because wood is depleted by fire. So if I have... If I had if the planet is close to to uh, Jupiter as well, Jupiter being the planetary energy behind wood, uh, well, you know, whatnot, and what kills off wood is fire. You know what I'm saying? So what uh, controls wood is fire. So if I have a weak um, let me go back. Yeah, if I have a weak heart then wood is going to be, I'm gonna, I'm, if I have a weak heart, then I need to energize it with wood. That's why I think I'm saying that right. At any rate, let me get, let me get it together. So right now we're dealing with, uh, we're dealing with the energy of, of Venus because we're close to Venus. Venus being, Venus being that, um, the energy of, of the lungs, so that's the lungs dealing with metal. So metal cuts down. So if I have a weak liver, then and I'm a weak, and the planet is close to Venus. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be cutting into my liver. 
because wood is the element of the, uh, you know, of the liver. All right? So to enhance or to build a liver, we need to do certain things. Well, one thing would be a liver detox, which is kind of, you know, I've done it before. And it's effective. It's kind of, some of them are long, you know, where you got to do it for a couple of days, about seven to ten days. So, I, I mean, I'm, uh, it's like a fast. But liver builders, well, includes um, liver builders, fruits are good. You know, citric acid, like a orange juice, a grapefruit is better. Grapefruits, lemons, they're they're good for to enhance the liver. Um, pectin, which is in the tillings of uh, fruits, and raw vegetable juices are excellent as well. Um, uh, minerals like iron, uh, vitamin B, you know, all the B complexes. Because, you know, dealing with blood, you're dealing with chi or whatnot, which is basically melanin. You want to get that melanin flowing healthy so you, your external manifestations will be flowing healthy well, as well. Uh, liver protectors, um, cabbage, broccoli, uh, they're good. All vegetables, basically, any raw leafy greens are good for the liver. Um, antioxidants, uh, fruits, whole seeds, uh, green and red peppers. Again, all vegetables and fruits, basically, uh, you're dealing with 80% alkaline cellular structure and 20% protein cellular structure, or 80% water and 20%. Um, fire within ourselves, so we need to definitely be putting more alkalinity within our body to keep the, the structure of the physical or in conjunction with the, the creation of the physical or to go against nature is to go against mind, you know what I'm saying? So, in truth, um, the standard American diet, as we, we talked about, is a uh, it's not good. And it's got that word diet again on there. So it's, it's definitely wanting to eliminate the intelligence. Remember, diet is death to the intelligence or the extraterrestrial. The extraterrestrial is basically the orbs that are that we obtain through breath. You know what I'm saying? So they, try, they want to kill us off by giving us a diet, first of all, that consists of a high protein. You know, three of the uh, so-called... Uh, major, uh, you know, the food items that we eat as far as uh, dairy being protein, uh, dairy products are protein, um, grains, nuts are protein, and meats are protein. So the four, out of the four basic food groups, three of them are, are protein and only one of them are alkaline, and that's, uh, that's fruits and vegetables. So they tell us off gate this to eat 75% protein or 75% fat in place of uh, 80% or 75% uh, water, which the cell is structured, the cell, which I put up on the on, on the screen, is uh, 80% water. That outward, that outward jelly type thing versus that the inside of that red type of color 
He's saying that that outward is water. You know what I'm saying? So that this majority of the cell is water. So once we start taking on that the Western diet or the so-called American diet, we are, are killing our indigenous self, you know what I'm saying, our, our source. Remember in Superman, the first Superman, um, they took and got those three bad dudes or whatever, and they threw them into this to prison. What the prison looked like? It was like a plastic, watery type of, of thing, and they were flat inside of it, and they ah, flowed through the outer space. But if you know about melanin or water, melanin basically is like plastic almost. And the structure of it, it has no, it has no real permanent structure. It can do all types of things, just like water. You know what Bruce Lee said: change like water. You know it could be deadly. It can be. It can enhance creation. Yet still, is you know water is a very valuable substance. It can drown a person and give life to a person. So we gotta watch how we treat our melanin. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the same thing. You know, mother. You know what I mean? Change that word. That letter would you know. The L's and R's are interchangeable. You change that L to an R, you got mer. And mer basically means, you know, in the, in the Hebrew, Mara means great feet. So then that's talking about melanin again. So that, you know, the lighthouse being the the, the male aspect is looking out into mer, into the sea, you know what I'm saying, and giving light to the sea after it has been brought forth from that reality to be able to express what it has learned through logic or through words. You know what I'm saying? Using that using those those things from creation. And that's from the womb. And you know, the womb of man is woman, of course. So the womb of all things in existence gives off that same representation as myrrh or as what we call outer space, but it's basically inner space. You know what I'm saying? So all things that exist outwardly are coming and generated from inside. And that is melanin, you know what I'm saying? Inner melanin, neural melanin is is vast within us. And that those those aspects of that neural melanin create the physical reality. So they alter not the structure of our melanin. So we gotta we gotta build up certain things. Like right now like we're close to Venus, so we that it was just something on my mind, I'm like there's a lot to go a lot going on out here. You know, and I noticed that those planetary oils right there, and then, you know, doing, you know, the math on it, it traditional Chinese medicine, like, wow, yeah, that makes sense. If we this close to this planet and we're pulling down this energy of uh, this planet from the aspect of Venus or whatnot, you know, Venus coming out of, coming out of uh, last month was, uh, was, uh, was May. If I'm not mistaken, the planetary energy of uh, Taurus and Venus. So, you know, we're going just not yeah. yeah. Aries, yeah. Mars, yeah. So we're coming into this one now and we're going into Mercury and that's still uh, water or um, the motion of a uh, of uh, wood or the motion of what of a uh, of, uh, well, Mercury dealing with uh, the energy of water and whatnot, or the the, the that emotion. So, but going back to where we was at, metal 
is the uh, I mean, yeah, metal cuts wood. So we need to enhance uh we need to enhance our um our liver. So with that detox, like I was saying, it's not this is uh it's not that that actually that long. But the liver flush actually you just get uh the detox is long, but the liver flush you get um one cup of orange and grapefruit juice. Oh, you know, one cup of freshly squeezed. Like you cut them up, squeeze it, or you do what you do. I put the whole peel in the blender. I don't, you know, organic of course, and put the whole orange and the whole grapefruit in there. Get all of it because the pectin is within the peeling. And then you uh, you mix it all up together and get some lemon too. Why? You know that most definitely. And you um, put some spring water with it to your taste or distilled water and add one clove of garlic plus some ginger juice. And you can do, you can pretty much get, you can buy the ginger and garlic juice organic at certain stores or you can make it yourself, you know, by pressing it um, with a vegetable grater, like a, a on a cheese, a vegetable grater, and then pressing it into the um, pressing into a garlic into the press, you know, a garlic pressing the results into a garlic press, and it'll it'll be say I just put all that together in the, in the blender, it just blend it. You basically, you know, what I'm saying, it all come out the same. It might be a little thick, but you know, drink it down. It's, it, the liver will enjoy it. You know, my eyes will enjoy it. You'll see the balance within and clean out some of those impurities. Okay, after that, after that, you um, you get after you get the, the ginger and the um, garlic. And remember that that's one clove of, of garlic, one whole cup of grapefruit juice, and orange juice, one clove of garlic, and then you get it. Uh, you get the um, olive oil, organic olive oil extraction, and you put in a tablespoon of that, like two uh, cups of uh. And then you get, you drink that, you drink all that right there, and then you get two cups of um, tea. You drink that too, herbal tea. And um, the herbal tea, basically you could do dandelion, peppermint, um, mix a little anise with some burdock root and um, fennel seeds, flax seeds, and then, you know, go to where get you some of them uh, what they call a rishi, uh, rishi tea bags, the big tea bags, and put those herbs in there and uh, and make some tea. Drink two cups of that right after you do the liver flush. And uh, you, you, want to, you want that the tea to simmer for about 20 minutes. I know it's a little long for tea, but it's about 20 minutes and let it steep for 10 minutes. So all those you know, those elements to get into that water real good. And um, then drink that. And that's your flush. You know, you can also buy a, a flush, but that's your homemade remedy right there. It's natural, and, and you put the intent in there in place of someone else, uh, you know, doing it for you. I always found that to be more effective. So, yeah, um you go that route and do it that way or or uh, 
just it's uh, other buildings, or you can do it through the through diet, or through where what we ingest and digest. Um, good foods for the liver. Um, wheat. If you do wheat, you know if you do the wheat, organic and try to get gluten free. Rye, oats, and barley. Um, lentils, red, green, white, whatever. Green peas. Vegetables, all the vegetables in general, you know, salad greens, green peppers, broccoli, uh, string beans, they're all good for the liver. Citrus, you know, citrus fruits are good for the liver. If you eat meat, chicken will be the best one. Of course, uh, the organic, uh, pre-range, uh, those are the best. Don't You know, don't mess with that. Um, genetically modified or the ones with, that have been tampered with, you know, sleeping all up on top of each other. And also having that uh, the antibacterial, I mean, you know what I'm saying, antibiotics added to them and hormones added to them because it affects our genes as well. Remember, you know, GMO means genetically modified. So if if that's a genetically modified specimen that I'm taking in, it's going to modify my genetics as well. So those are good uh, things that we can introduce into our uh, day-to-day diet, so to speak, or uh, let's see, another way to say it would be day-to-day sustenance as we uh, provide, uh, as we, you know, provide sustenance to ourselves. All right, sure. Uh, Herbs for the liver, milk thistle, Yellow Dock, uh, I, I spoke on Dandelion. These are liver builders. Um, Barberry, you can make teas out of those as well. You can add them to your food, you know, eat some beans or something like that. Like you've got these, you got the lentils, the green peas going, throw them in there, you know what I'm saying? Um, dandelion root. Wouldn't be too wise because that's kind of hard to chew unless you cook it for a few minutes. So, you know, get the the dandelion leaf, and uh, that's a little easier. It also helps with digestion, but it helps break down, break down those fats, proteins, and whatnot, carbohydrates within it. You know, it helps build the liver, basically, all black. So that was good. All right. Uh, that's tips for the day. Hope that wasn't too complicated. I did bobble a little bit. I think a thumbelina did the, the explanation. I said I wasn't gonna go in too deep on explanations because gotta get to the meditation. Oh yeah. Uh, also, it's a ancient uh, means of healing oneself or others as well. I'm just gonna do this one for the liver. Say, for instance, uh, you want to enhance your liver. It's a, it's a finger quality that we have within our hands. So the liver, the, we go through all of them. The heart is the pinky. Um, the lungs is the um, ring finger. The middle finger is the liver. The kidney is the index finger, the pointing finger, and the spleen is the thumb. So we're dealing with the liver. So if we have a problem, if we have, if we have a weak liver and we're noticing it because we're over-angered, that's, what, that's the negative emotion of the liver. So we've been noticing all of a sudden this competitive nature and every time somebody says something, I got to bite back like a you know, vicious dog or if I'm just, you know, going to get angry for some reason and no reason at all, it may be due to the fact that 
our, we have a, a weakened liver. Now, you know, again, liver is dealing with wood. So we have what's been going on, too much uh, heart energy. Heart energy is dealing with uh, excitement, sorrow as well, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of things have been popping up, and also fear dealing with the kidneys. So kidneys are dealing with uh, water, you know what I'm saying, controlled by earth, but it's energized by metal. So if I... I don't want to go too deep into this. If our lungs have a lot of junk going on and it's built up, then the metal, well, the water aspect of the kidneys, because of the fear, is going to be controlling. It's going water is going to be putting out fire, basically. You know what I'm saying? So when that water is putting out the fire, then it's going to affect the wood because wood. Is energized, well, wood feeds fire. See what I'm saying? So when the wood ain't right, or when I live ain't right, then it ain't going to be able to feed the heart to balance that out. So we get, so we may need to also build heart energy up. But right now we're dealing with the with because angry birds. You know what I'm saying? It's going to generate a lot of negative emotion that's going to come from, all that coming from the heart, but that anger is fear. So that fear is based on kidney. So the water from the kidney is going to the fire of the heart and putting out that flame. So that flame from the heart ain't going to be able to feed the liver. And if you reflect on a lot of the things that have been going on here lately in, in the past, it's been a lot of fear. So it's putting out heart energy, heart energy on truth. In truth is love, you know, of course, but since this fear element is being introduced is going that water that or the essence that's in the that's coming from the kidneys is is too much fear and so that fear is being is going to is going to deplete you know what I'm saying the fire energy of my heart, so therefore the fire won't be able to feed the wood or you know what I'm saying the the, the liver. Well, wood actually won't be able to um, won't be able to feed the fire because wood feeds or enhances fire. So the heart energy is going to be depleted in the correct path that it's supposed to be on. So you may need to do that. But the finger quality I was talking about, the middle finger and the thoracic uh, vertebrae nine. So if you if you can hold, if you get your middle finger and you press it at the top with your thumb, and then you find your uh, thoracic vertebrae nine, which is like the mid of the back almost towards the bottom. There's only 12 uh, vertebrae in the thoracic region. So if you count up from L1, uh, the lumbar vertebrae, up to up three spaces, one, two, three, you'll be at nine, at, at T9 or thoracic vertebrae nine. So if you press that point with uh, the middle finger of the back at the back, and then you hold the thumb and the uh, and you press the thumb into the middle finger on your right hand, and you hold and put your middle finger in the um, the spot, the thoracic nine, then this will enhance liver function as well and help clean out. This is one of the ancient ways of uh, 
enhancing and also uh, if like for instance I had a friend who had a heart following he was going into a situation where his heart his palpation it was just going fast, 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 fast and it would slow down. So I got his pinky. I had it very gentle. Just just get the pinky. I grabbed his pinky at the fingernail part and I pressed it a little bit and then I put my other finger my other my index finger at the um at the T five area. Right in the you know, the the torque thoracic five, right there in the mid right at the top, like you know, when we're going through the um the microcosmic orbit is where one will imagine or we'll see that, that orb go right there and then it goes up to the, the neck region right there and then to the crown chakra. But that point is right there at the heart, in the in the back though, right there in the, at the um what blue called the um the governing vessel. But I pressed it and guess what? His heartbeat slowed down. And he, he was like, What 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 did you just do? But yeah, by pressing certain points on the hand and at the spine, you can actually uh, affect uh, the health of a person. You can also hurt a person, but this is all about help, helping and assisting and, and you know, doing the right things for the all. All right, so that's, uh, that's a tip. The trick for the day, and, you know, you got to get a, you know, trick for the day. Is uh, matter of fact, going into meditations. I'm not going to do the trick for the day. The trick for the day was basically some other. I will go into that next week. Matter of fact, next week I, I'm not. I'm not going to be on next Tuesday. I'm going. I'm going out of town with fans. Um, as of Friday, and I'll be back. Um. Monday, but I won't have time. I I, I don't want to just rush into anything. And while I'm with my family, we're going to be doing some things, and I I'm I'm going to be with them. So you know, you know what I mean. So uh, we're doing some some uh, more things for for Pop Dukes over there in in Washington in Washington. You know what I'm saying? I was in Georgia the other day. Like every every street was called something more. But then when we went through town and they go Washington Street. <laughs> like that's what's up. Alright, so uh getting to the actual uh, discussion. Oh, and with that that uh, those food uh, sub the sustenance menu for the liver also go to Dr. Ram again and make sure that you're not allergic to wheat or Broccoli or whatever. Make sure that you can uh, ingest and digest um, lentils and all that for your blood type. So Dr. Long, Dr. L A M, and then go to blood type diet there again. Go blood. Yeah, that's what that's what's on there. But yeah, so go to that and check it out before you. Uh, I mean, you know, what I'm saying that's really up to you. Is your your choice if you if you want to eat those items that are. Uh, that are not um, beneficial for your blood type. That's you know that's a few that I you know, I'm finding every day. I'm like, dang, this got soy in there. I've been eating tofu for I don't know how long. I'm like, dang, this got that amino acids for what? You know, say the uh, Bragg's amino acids is it's soy. You know, they make tofu out of soy. So I'm like, maybe I should stop eating that. I ain't stopped yet. 
I'm in the transition. I'm doing the same. Okay. All right. So, going into where we was at last week. Where were we at last week? We're going into the meditations. Um, first of all, what is meditation good for? Well, good for a lot of things. Meditation tips. Uh, we're going to start with the tips for meditations. Uh, make sure you got a good posture. Um, shoulders relaxed, back upright, sitting in the good get chair or on, you know, what if you're on the on the floor on a pillow, high the higher the pillow the better because you can get com- more comfortable. Um like two pillows, three pillows, try to uh, try to organize them to where you can be comfortable with your knees up to the if you're doing it in uh in lotus or half lotus, if you're doing it in Indian it might not affect your knees as much as far as being pressed into the ground. But uh, just make sure you uh, are comfortable and your posture is, you know, basically ears over the shoulders, shoulders over the hips, and the pocket is going forward a little bit, you know. Chest is lifted and open. You relax. You know, your mind is is going into the receptive uh, state of uh, where the, I mean, the palm gland is going into that uh, receptive state of, of uh, relaxation and melatonin is being produced. So you're going to, you know, just... You know, stay relaxed. Uh, detach. Uh, after a while, this will take place, detachment, but you, at first you're going to have thoughts. So, you know, don't try to run from them. When like we mentioned, just notice them. And, and then, you know, after a while, those thoughts will dissipate. They, they flow away. Just continue to breathe and, and pay attention to the breath, and those, those thoughts uh, float off. Um, make it, uh, the, you know, also find routine, find a, a day, I mean, find a, a time out of a day because the best thing about one of the key facts of meditation is the daily operation of it. That's how you will really see the change is by doing it day to day. So find a time each day to meditate. Um, best time will be before you go to bed because it helps you um, with the dream state and access in that realm. We talk about uh, rapid eye movement, sleep, and uh, being able to, because you you popping that, that melatonin on, you know, you turn that on as soon as you start meditating and getting deeper into your uh, trance state or into that alternate dimension. And going into there, opening that doorway, you know, you bring it back to information properly. And you be more receptive to it when you relax. So by, you know, getting a meditation before bed, you will go ahead and turn in or open in that door. And also in the morning, though, I meditate in the morning. You know, certain meditations. At night, I won't go through an exercise or exercise of meditation. I just deep breathe, just relax and get right. But in the morning, I do, you know, breathing exercises, Qigong type meditation to where, I, you know, you're enhancing the, the vitality and the you will go through something. Uh, your hands can be in any position. Uh, there's a lot of different mudras that you can do. Uh, one of the basic uh, and more common, most common ones is the wisdom mudra, where you keep your index finger and press against the thumb. You know that that invokes a state of calmness and uh, and helps with uh, those distractions. Uh, eyes um, closed normally, 
because that also helps with distractions, keep your eyes closed. If you fall asleep, you know, wake, wake yourself up. You know, you keep your eyes open. Don't let laying down and meditating is not preferable unless you got somebody there with you to help you from falling asleep and deep sleep. Meditation ain't sleeping. Um, uh, music in the background, you know, good, uh, good meditative music. I like to sing in bowls myself. Uh, breath is very important. You know, inhaling um, certain counts, six, three, six, or the inhale for six, hold for six, exhale for three. I mean, inhale six seconds, hold for six seconds, then relax for three. Number four, um, two and four, um, it's different ways. Three, um, inhale for three, hold for two, exhale for three. You know, and they all do something different for for the entirety of the physical structure in the mind. Psycho, psychophysical structure. Um, and in the, in the ending, you know, you can go to uh, what's called vessel hands or prayer hands, through the prayer hand into the uh, sternum area. This uh, enhances uh, certain beneficial processes within the body as well because you know that the heart is the, the brain or the mind of the endocrine system. So by putting that little, those little parts of the, the bottom parts of the thumb, close to or directly into that area of the chest, I call it unlocking the door because you put it right there and you press in, you are opening up the baggage. Well, the baggage nerve is connected to that area. It's very important in meditation. Uh, so by touching that area or even in that general area, you are, like I said, opening that doorway so that energy can flow properly. And that's uh, that very, very vital in life. Uh, some of the health benefits of meditation, um, they, they vary, but, you know, the participant of meditation initially feels more relaxed, first and foremost, sensing a gradual slowing of the thoughts. One may notice an increase in heat in localized regions of the body as well as over the entire surface of the body. This, uh, this affects increased circulation and vasodilation. It uh help it really in, in, increase the gastrointestinal, enzymatic, um, and metabolic activity, influencing digestion in the positive direction. Um, diaphragmic breathing, as opposed to chest or thoracic breathing, involves the abdomen and the diaphragm in the breathing process. Deep conscious breathing or diaphragmic breathing is always a healthy process. Um, due to the procardium is attached to the diaphragm, so when we deep breathe, it allows the diaphragm to descend or stretch the heart, which is the, cover, the covering of the heart is the pericardium, so it stretches the heart downward towards the abdomen. And when the lungs are filled with air from bottom to top, they compress the blood from the heart and give it a subtle massage. It gives the heart a subtle massage and the other internal organs. This will improve the diffusion of blood throughout the whole system and the gentle stimulation of the internal organs. So um, regulating the body, quieting internal, I mean, external noise or distractions and intensifying internal focus will systematically bring conscious control and influence over different regions of the body-mind connection. 
as the heart is slowed or the heart rate is slowed and coordinated with the breath. So when we pay attention to that breath and we focus on it, the heart system produces a flow of hertz, of, of seven hertz, which in turn reverberates or goes throughout the whole entire skeletal system. So the whole entire system will be vibrating at seven hertz. And this creates uh, standing waves towards the ventricles of the brain. When this, when this is successfully done through deep diaphragmic breathing, it will access the unconscious regions of the body and mind and then bring it into conscious availability, therefore becoming susceptible to auto-suggestion with the intent of self-healing, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, that's inwardly and outwardly. So that standing way being the atom will then connect to the unconscious region, region or that wave of potential, that wave of potential being new or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That's the undifferentiated energy matter that has not yet been um, tapped into a physical reality as of yet. So that, that's one of the major, what is a good um, reflection on what meditation can do. Uh, it was something I didn't, the, last week, I didn't mention, I didn't go into, and it's the New Covenant, uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31 to 34. Real quick, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Israel, Isis, Israel, Judah, Judah, Yoda, Dehuti, you know, so, you know, uh, you know actually, I could, okay. Uh, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their inequity and I will remember their sin no more. So the new covenant is um, a covenant that the Lord says you make with the house of Israel, Isis, Ra, and El, right? Well, Isis, Ra, and El, after those days, and the law will be within them and I will write it on their hearts, right? So... Law meaning, uh, again, comes from uh, Haitian religion or Haitian voodoo, however you want to say it, for itself. Lava meaning spirit. So I will put the spirit within them, the law within them, right in the hearts. Where's the spirit? Intelligence. And where does that intelligence go? DNA. What's written in DNA is, you know, genetic code, whatnot. So... It will, it, and it, I will be their guide, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall they each one teach their neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. No longer will we say, Know thyself, because they will all know themselves. And you will see it in their actions. You will, it will no longer be something that we have to, be, have to, we have to speak about, because you will see it day to day from chaos to order. And um, so the new covenant. It's written within the heart. Remember, the heart has is how we are connected or how we 
have this dialect to creation. And what we were just speaking about is uh, how we can, this oscillation between our meditation and meditation will, when we slow down our breathing to the end of everything else, we get to that seven hertz, and it goes through the whole skeletal system, and eventually the standing wave connects back to the um, the potential, the unlimited potential, or the or the source that undifferentiated energy matter, noon, amenta. You know, so when we get to that point, that's when creation starts taking place, and the DNA starts waking up, and we can do those things like self healing you know, within and without. Because self is all. Self is soul. Self is source. First the self, then the source, which in essence is all. All right, so... Uh, we went over those last week somewhat. Um, we went over the... The, uh, the eightfold again, um, the four paths of uh, inside of that, inside of uh, the communal mystery system, um, where Tulugi's, uh number is, is eight, and that's the rhythmic number of the universe as well. But the number is eight due to those four, those four, um, the four paths or, or the feminine and masculine aspects of of creation to sound um, or the pre-creation state of matter and, and those were it was called uh, called noon but it was four different aspects and the, the material are mean or mean it noon and non it kek and kek and he and he and when you put the acronym together you have ank or life so um, that's A-N-K-H written out it will be life uh, so that's the eightfold, or the that's the um, mitosis, as it, as it takes effect within the physical structure. Those that um, the first aspects of our cell or cells, the eight cells that are still there. You know, try to go over here and get through this real. Um, not too fast, but fast enough to where I still have, I've still got an hour and a half. So you know, I try to not to rush. Rush. So remember, who is the sound? Like who am I? Who is that creation, or the aspect of creation, and the creative energy or the creative force behind that? It's the fatherly type energy that flows through. I'm a mother. You know, I'm a is the um, the aspect of creation that. The mode that is the mode of creation is the space that we see is what we actually visualize and see, and that's what we go through in life. That's the mother aspect. Mutter is the um, the actual um, as as far as Pataher being the fashioner of the face. Mutter is the nature of the face, so it's the actual creation of uh, of nature. As we reflect on it and we go through it, it's not like it's male and female. It's just two different. Uh, how we can discern between them as far as as far as how we we look at things and we 
put dualities to it. It's all one, though. That's just the... Remember, when we start separating stuff, you know, we get into that. But uh, Magnus op- Magnum Opus, I another call. Pick it up right now, though. Magnum Opus means the great work. It is an alchemical term. Um, some people re- reflect on it as the philosopher's stone. And the philosopher's stone, of course, is none other than the pomegranate. And it has been described as a, a personal transmutation of spiritual reality in the ancient Hermetic tradition. We, we talked about that with the Immortables, where that passage out of the Immortables as above, so below. And uh, how that whole process or that whole message, message, Messiah age, or the, you know, we're going through the Christ consciousness, how the whole message is talking about um, external energies that's an internal. And how it's uh, go, how, how the solaric energy, when put into or made into the physical structure, has the same potentials, and we can go and, and process and activate certain qualities within ourselves that are somewhat dormant. So the magnet opus has uh, is that the alchemical process, you know, what I'm saying that we can change the individuated dual self into a higher representation of uh, of what like lead base lead into gold. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing as what we was talking about earlier with uh, Neb and Ben. Neb or Ben being um matter or the lead the, the base reality and, and Neb being gold or the higher representation as we go through those processes of uh great work. You know, that's like I mean it's one of the way one of the um, means of doing that is through meditation. All right. So Hyros Demos is another is Hyros Demos is basically the sacred marriage. You know, some um in some mystery systems it will basically the if when you get deeper into the mystery systems you you will have a uh, realization that the sacred marriage is a marriage within self of, of lower and higher self or left and brain left and right brain activity, mother and father, uh, light and dark is the connection or the unity like in Simatwari, uh, yoga, you know, yoga or what or Watata uh, which was uh, the yogic system of uh of Watata. Dekadamundi, United Washington Dekadamundi. So, but when we are unifying those two aspects, the lower and higher self, that is the sacred marriage. A lot of us have a uh, have a misconception that there is a, a what we call a soulmate or some type of uh, twin soul, which is you know, yeah, but not in that. We're all connected. So, my twin soul could be that tree. Out there, or a dog or something, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, as far as Hyros uh, Gemios uh, is concerned, Hyros Gemios, which means sacred marriage. Hyros means sacred, Gemios means marriage, or not, unity or combined. Sacred. Uh, but um, take, once we say that there's a soulmate somewhere out there, then we're giving power to an external means of my happiness again. And that's going back to religion without the metaphysics. 
So we're dealing with mythology and ritual. And then we're also dealing with a complacent distraction. There was something that's going to keep us stuck and stagnated because I'm looking for happiness outside of me when I should have internal peace, which in turn is hotel. So when we had that hotel, HTP or old hotel is us being able to have happiness without any type of um, agreement to the conceptualizations of this extra, external reality as it's being processed through the functions of our day-to-day. I should be happy with nothing the same way I'm happy with everything. I shouldn't have to have uh, a nice car or sunlight to make me happy. I should just be happy, just, you know, happy. You know what I'm saying? A deity happy, H-A-P-I, which are also the now. You know what I'm saying? So the waters of, of happiness comes from the abundance of melanin. You know, if our melanin ain't right or whatever, the blockage could be an emotional mishap somewhere or whatever or it could be the, the, the flow of energy from the external foods that we may be partaking in or it could be the environment that's producing some type of uh, visualization that's causing my right brain activity to not function properly with the information that's being processed through the logical brain of the left brain activity. So the confusion can take place and, and that displacement uh, that generated will cause a lot of havoc or chaos of what we're seeing. So in the in the ritual of sacred marriage, it's said it's between a husband and a wife, and it's like it's blessed by the gods. So, you know, something like in the, um, the Hebrew, when Kabbalism, they call that, that deity within the bedroom, Shekinah. But it's focused on the king having sexual intercourse with the high priest, the high priestess or whatnot. And um, so the king is, is equal to the high priest and the queen is the high priest. So the king and queen have sexual intercourse and they, um, they combine both energies of the sun and moon while sharing that, that the bed or whatnot and performing sex, performing the act of sex. You know, now, sex means, it means a lot of different things. It means six, you know, so that's physical reality. Um, it, it has a different represent, representation. It means unification. It means, well, actually it means to divide. So it ain't really like sex is something that, uh, so it ain't like sex is something. It means like I'm penetrating intercourse, sexual intercourse, or um, I'm penetrating a, a woman or a man and woman having intercourse together uh, as far as the word is concerned. So it really means to divide or separate. And also sex comes from the Latin word, the six. Well, that's the Latin word for sex. I mean, for uh, six is sex. So six dealing with physical reality or six 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 basically dealing with carbon. Physical reality and goes back to melanin again. Yeah, um so the sacred marriage has been handed down for eons inside of the mystery system. 
when you when we uh, deal with it in the aspect of a physical thing, not a metaphysical thing, yeah, of course, yeah, it looks like yeah, I'm having sex with a woman, or you know, woman has sex with a man, all that, and then we connect and we can have these creation things going on. But if my mind is bent on that, then it's not really happening. Like to talk about the the major underlying um, principle of um, Hyros Gamos is the unity of the lower and higher selves, the energy going up, the switchamata of the spine, the electromagnetic energy or the cerebral spinal fluid going back up and connecting back to the pile of gland or the philosopher's stone. And then the alchemical process takes place where we remove the calcification from the stone and Jesus tells Lazarus to come forth or Haru tells Osiris to come forth and back into life. So um, that's the Hyros Gamios. And that's also dealing with the inner alchemy, you know what I'm saying, of uh, where meditation can lead. And the, the whole concept of the twin souls and the soulmates, which is popular throughout you know, the entirety of uh, many cultures and civilization. You got um, Isis or Aset and Osar. We have um, Shiva and, and, and Shakti. You know, it goes on and on. Uh, you know, uh, Ashira and El and, uh, and Kabbalist, in the Kabbalistic um, terms. Um, what's uh Metatron and uh, Metatron, I think that's the feminine aspect. Yeah, it's still, um, it's still the whole thing with the twin soul and soulmate thing. It's, it's first is the it's first self, then the source. So first, you know, we have to find that inner happiness without seeking something that's external. It's because it goes right back to religion again. Like I said, like uh, we're looking for Christ. We're looking for some some external means of our salvation or our happiness. Um, all right. Damn. So it's really a total union of our body, mind, spirit. It's two parts of one soul uh, being, you know, the physical aspect of, of soul. Remember, all is spirit, all is mind, right? So Kundalini energy or, or the energy that creates the physical reality, when it is a spiritual energy, although it is creating physical reality, when it goes down, when it comes up, it's creating physical reality as well, but it's of mind and of higher spirit. So when it's steadily in that area, the you know, lower intestines, the Heteru or the, the House of Light area, it can become congested and also infested with uh, certain particulars because there's no movement. And then stagnation, just like still water, when water sits in, in one place, what happens? Mosquitoes and bacteria, all types of junk will eventually start generating in that area. So it has to be movement taking place in the cycle. And, you know, so... Let's also pay attention to the cycles of nature, so to speak. So we have to move that energy day to day. 
in order for it to be a, a proper connection or uni, uh, unification of uh, in that in that whole thing of Piper's Gamers or uh, the sacred marriage. Sacred marriage is sacred. It's something that each individual goes to personally. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as, you know, it's, it's, it, even Tantra knows uh, that this is, is uh, one aspect of of uh of unification, you know what I'm saying? Tantra is how what does Tantra mean is uh connected, uh, liberated and expanded. So expanded liberation, you know what I'm saying? Tantra it, it, it does have um different means where two particular entities will come together and be one. Yet Tantra isn't based on solely having sex or in a, you know having intercourse with another individual. Tantra is expanded liberation of the self. You know what I'm saying? It's not really like you, know, you gotta bust off <laughs> to uh, expand and liberate yourself. It, you know, it, yeah, it, yeah. Okay, but anyway, let's get away from that. You want you want to conserve that energy anyway, so you know. So men have um, um, I stabilize the heart to live the truth. You know, the world will teach y'all type of stuff. The world will, be able to tell y'all type of stuff. You know what I mean? For real, for real. So you know, sometimes we don't need to listen to our brain so much. We need to go from where the heart is. The world will tell us, you know. God, uh, somebody came. You talking about almond milk? You know, almond milk it ain't really almond milk. It's basically water. Get things we ain't drinking dairy products. I mean, you know, intent. It's all intent. It's all hard intent. Once the world see, they know what's happening. They know change is inevitable. It's happening. It's going down. So the world got to change up. What they already, you know, what I'm saying. The fold of things is going in the proper direction, but they always going to put some type of twig on that path, on that on your on, while we going in our, on our way. So we get we can't reflect on things the way that is given to us. Got to look at this stuff as it being stuff. You know what I'm saying? And we can deviate our own intention due to the world view being what it is in a negative aspect. And if we go from where we know is truth and, and where balance is, where love is and where our true intention is, and we'll go right back into that same mechanism of thought and emotion on a lower base just because something said something somewhere or somebody said something somewhere. And then we drag it on, you know what I mean? Not to be a regurgitator of information, but you, you, that's one of those things recently. Someone mentioned to me, you know, given that, you know, that I don't deal with dairy, so not, I don't think they do either, but they were telling me about how free we were, you know, missing this thing. But anyway, we can keep moving. Okay, well, you second marriage again, Bobbing, um, is uh, brought into one. 
by connecting both lower and higher selves. So that divine being is not necessarily something external. Uh, you remember Abraham and Sarah. Um, Sarah meaning princess and uh, Abraham meaning father of many nations and whatnot. But actually, well, you know, father of the black son, Abraham, the heart of the son, the black, the black heart of the son, the black essence of the son. He moved that A, Abraham, and put it at the end. You got Brahma. And Brahma is the uh, deity in, uh, in Hindu of the Vedic scripts for itself that uh, is the it's basically the, the father deity, father God, or something like that, but it's the energy or whatnot that permeates all things. Obama exists within all things and is all things inside of that the methodology. So it's, it goes right into that um, heart of the black sun. Melanie, Sarah being the black sun, Sarah, um, Ra, Sun, and Sa, I think, is a shrine, if I'm not mistaken. So a shrine of the sun is somewhat similar to Aset. Aset being um, the throne. But when you connect both of those, Abraham and Sour, the throne, you're sitting on the throne, or or the shrine, or whatever, not worshiping. It, if you're going into your meditative state, then you're getting that, that black energy, that, you know, the black or that dark, um, dark heart of the sun or melanin flowing in. And you're waking up certain aspects of your higher self and stuff and whatnot. So it's very important. Meditation is very important in different ways. You know, health starts from a spiritual um, direction first. It then flows down to the physical. So, you know, as above, so below, as below, so above. If we ain't healthy spiritually, then how are we going to be healthy physically? The state of the world today is in such a chaotic, um, what we would call chaos, or it's in disorder, disunity, and disharmony due to a lack of spirituality. You know, man and woman aren't, I ain't going to say can't, but aren't in an agreement as far as the search now. I, you know, I'm in agreement with a lot, a lot of my women, but I ain't say I, I ain't having sexual intercourse with them like to talk about, but the women in my life that I've come to have an agreement because I agree, I have I have inner happiness. So I, even when they are screaming and hollering, I, I just learned not to react to that and, and keep it moving. When they, when, it don't have to be a woman when I'm around friends and they're, they're, they're gossipy. I don't react to it. I have learned not to give my energy to something that is not going to be beneficial to me or others. Because once I start reacting to it, then I'm feeding that energy. And I'm also saying, yeah, it's cool to do that and talk about something. Somebody, so a lot of people will tell, will talk about something that somebody else has told them. And tell the other another person. I mean, I just I'm not like I ain't gonna give names, but I'll I'll speak on certain things as far as the observations concerned and how to, I've built through the experience. But I'm not gonna sit around and and go through a whole 
um, like a you know outline of, and then you know names and forms and you know all that. You got to let go of that that stuff. Now through the experience, if we can gain some type of wisdom out of it, so be it. You know, but we do in our experience as on day to day, we do need to learn to practice how to stabilize the heart so that that energy won't be um, usurped and, and misused for improper improper means, because, I mean, that's taking place. You know, a lot of stuff's going on right now outside of us is due to our energies or energy emotions, our emotions being on a negative side. So now we get in. We're going to go into Fusion of the Five Elements. It's a, a wonderful book by Montauk Chia. Something like it was one of the first exercises as far as meditations are concerned that I got into back a couple of years ago. Um, before we get into the the meditation or the, the exercise, I'm going to speak on uh, a few things about um, fusion of the five elements. Uh, Dallas classified, it was in the fusion of the five elements, um, the Dallas classified that all things that make up the universal force. Dallas or Dow means the way or path, but not, you know. But Dallas classify all things to make up the universal force, the cosmic force, and the earth force is corresponding to the five elements, the five phases or the five interacting forces of nature. Basically, that means that each force originated from and is controlled by five fundamental forces of nature, being that they are earth, metal, fire, wood, and water. And that they changed up that, that air from the lungs to being metal. And they also added a... The earth, well, you know, it's, it's air or fire, air, um, water, and earth are, the, are the, the four fundamental modalities of uh, nature. They, it's been added, metal has been added, but then this wood would be somewhat, wood would be the one that's really added because metal could also, um, is lung energy, but it's air. Earth, fire, water, earth then changed to metal, and wood is uh, liver energy. But anyway, so basically that means that you know all of all these forces that are the original forces originated from and are controlled by the five fundamental forces of nature being earth, metal, fire, wood, and water. In order to create correspondences that connect the inner and outer universe, the Dallas develop a system entitled Fusion of Five Elements. Fusion initiates with understanding the intricacies of the universe, the planet, earth, and the human body, and how they relate to five elements of nature. The fusion of the five elements signals the first stage of the Taoist practice of internal authenticity. The main focus of this practice is fusion and interrelationship of five elements and bringing them into a balanced whole for higher qualities like what's in In this operation, the essence of life located within the organs, glands, and the senses is transformed, purified, and condensed within with the universal life force. The form of energy that is created can affect positive change in the human, therefore it will also affect changes in the human environment. These sages, our ancestors, gathered an understanding of the interconnection towards the five forces of the external universe and the forces of the inner human universe. They found that each life lived in human form is developed, structured, and influenced by a group of stars. 
This specific group of stars controls the life force, the good and the bad fortune, and the birth and death of the individual. We call this astrology. To better understand the dynamics of the forces of nature, they divide it into three separate yet corresponding categories. The universal or original force that manifests as the energy of all the stars, planets, and galaxies, chi, prana, raw life force energy, inner, outer melanin. The cosmic particle force or human plane energy is the second classification. Cosmic particles originated from the universal force. They are the residual of exploded stars that drift through space and very fine particles. As the magnetic power created from the moon and Earth interact, it attracts these particles into Earth's atmosphere as dust. And eventually, this dust becomes soil, so ash to ash, dust to dust. And that's where the human flesh is formed from, from this falling cosmic dust that flows through the portal of our sun. These particles are the central initiating elements that nourish the glands, organs, and senses of all life in the third-dimensional reality. Humans have the highest manifestation ability because we can constantly gather this pure essence into our body by way of meditation, then return it to its primordial state. We have the highest manifestation ability because we can constantly gather this pure essence into our body and then in turn return it to its, return it to its primordial state. So the third force of nature is the earth force, which consists of plants, animals, water, and all natural events of the earth. Our ancient brothers and sisters observed that plants and trees were continuously stretching towards the sun and stars and the cosmic particles to receive and absorb the required energy for sustenance and growth. Humans were originally created to absorb 90% of this cosmic force and light uh, they were exposed to very similar to 80% that plants, trees, and vegetation are able to absorb. <clears throat> uh, 80% that plants, trees, and vegetation are still able to absorb with water and nutrients supplying the remaining 20% of their food. However, when humans began to expand and lose their sexual energy, our cells began to degenerate until we were left with the ability to only consume and absorb five to ten percent of this life force energy. When we started to expand and we started to lose our sexual energy because we are overindulging in sexual activity, then we our cells began to degenerate because we weren't allowing that energy to go back up. We were, you know, releasing it. Since our body cells are no longer able to receive fully the life force from the universal cosmic particle and earth forces, we depend heavily on vegetation, animals, and minerals existing within the earth force. Humans consume the vegetation, animals, and minerals and absorb the three main forces gradually within this. Through the practice of the fusion of the five elements, humans can increase their ability to absorb and transform this force directly, relieving their dependency on plants and animals to convert this force for them. The Taoists considered the interactions of the five elements as two distinct cycles existing within nature, the creative cycle and the controlling counteracting cycles. These two cycles are to be balanced and controlled for things, are to continue, for things to continue to run smoothly within the body. Both cycles self-determine which organs are weak and which organs are strong. That means mother and father got to be balanced. Inner alchemy has to occur for the entity to have a, a beneficial, functional reality. To make use of the two cycles efficiently, one must locate their weaknesses and strengths. The planetary associations can play a valuable role in our conceptualization due to the fact that there are certain stars or planets that can come very close to the Earth and in turn greatly influence our behavior. 
is what we talked about earlier. For example, if someone has a weak liver when the planet Venus, the metal star associated with the lungs, comes close to the Earth, the liver can be depleted because the element of of Venus is metal. The element of the liver is wood, so metal cuts wood. This can cause emotional outbursts of anger and indecisiveness, the negative emotions of the liver. When the liver is overly depleted, the intervention of the stars, the planets, the earth force, and the other forces will make it difficult for the liver to recharge itself with energy. If this cycle continues and the controlling forces of stars, planets, earth, and other sources approach again, it will continue to deplete the liver, which now may have little or no energy at all, therefore creating detrimental issues in all aspects of life. And the first will probably be you will see some external stuff popping off, uh, you know, flat tire, car battery, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, because all of this is interconnected. And then, all you know, next thing you know, we'll start feeling certain pains in the body and whatnot. So, you know, staying in the cycle of things, uh, the, the key cycle, uh, I think I may have, it's on, that, on my webpage of the four directions of health. You can check it out there. But the key cycle is a monthly day-to-day type thing where you can actually stay in tune with your uh, the functions of your organ organ system or the endocrine system, as well as with the external reality of the stars and planets, by day to day, from the time you wake up to the time you uh, go into the sleep state, how certain activities throughout that process of the day can it either affect change positively or negatively. So um, be very attentive for certain things. So the three seals, these three seals are very important. They're called the master seals in some uh, relations. Uh, but these three seals, we're going to go through them real quick. Uh, we got an hour. Uh, the first seal is, um, the three seals, first of all, there are three very important concepts to understand in order to reach the full benefits of internal argument when they come, internal cultivation training. They are the three seals also called the bonders or energy locks. These three seals trigger the biochemical and bioelectric atomic reaction that cultivate optimal physical health as well as produce a higher quality energy matrix and a greater circulation of blood and chi or energy throughout the cycle, physical, and spiritual body. These three master gates are located at the base of the spine in the area of the perineum, in the lower middle abdomen, and in the neck under the chin. By tensing, restraining, and relaxing the body in coordinated sequences at these sites, we gently stimulate, release, and unlock the flow of mental and bio energies within the body. The function of the boundary system is the smooth flow and conductivity of this undulating energy through these energy gates by utilizing the breath in coordination with these three energy locks. It is best to practice these locks when the stomach is empty yet not hungry, the bladder relaxed, and the bowel clear. So two and a half hours um, after you eat or 30 minutes before you eat. The first lock is the Mulabanda or root lock, located in the perineum area. This region is slightly contracted and lifted up. The movement strengthens and stimulates the entire genitourinary region or the, per- the pelvic area 
and the pelvic stimulation creates activity act, and activates the parasympathetic nerve fibers arising out of the sacral area of the lower spine. That's the Ida and Pangala, and it goes up and goes to the uh, to the mind or to the pineal gland. Uh, this reduces blood pressure. It helps respita- respiration, heart rate. Uh, it contributes to an overall sense of well-being. The sympathetic nervous system is also stimulated, yet at a more subtle rate. You know, um, the um, the parasympathetic nervous system is dealing with melatonin. The sympathetic nervous system is dealing with serotonin. Uh, it's, but it's, it's stimulated at a very subtle rate. The entirety of the autonomic nervous system is balanced and unleashing positive fit effects on the hypothalamus and endocrine systems. When this lock is released in coordination with the breath and the other two bonds in sequence, it influences the conductivity of the life force energy upward along the spinal axis. Uh, the second lock is located at the pit of the stomach and the solar plexus and is referred to as the Idania Banda. This is achieved by pulling the abdominal muscles back toward the spine on exhalation. So after we breathe in, making the stomach big like a beach ball, on the exhalation, going towards the spine, this is where we activate the stomach lock. There is a gentle lifting sensation of the internal organs up into the back of the spine. There is also a gentle lifting of the muscles connected to the first lock in the Mula Dahara area of the root chakra. The solar plexus or brain in the stomach, the solar plexus or brain of the, of the body, of the endocrine system is stimulated and the discharge of energy is generated. It creates the subtle charge of the adrenal glands, gastrointestinal tract, and a massage of the kidney. These actions tones and balances the entire autonomic nervous system. The last lock is located at the neck and is called the Jaladara Banda, or chin lock. It is very important that this lock is mastered. If not, if not mastered, the energy moving from the lower centers to the higher centers will produce too much energy within the cerebral area, possibly causing lightheadedness, dizziness, disorientation, and even more complex issues. I had that problem. I did that. That happened to me doing qigongs as well as meditation when I first started. So you have to master the lot. All these lots you can work on gradually. Don't try to master them one day. You know, if you're not doing the lots yet, start with the perineum and then work your way up. But the stomach lock is almost a natural process because as soon as you exhale, just just try to go closer to the spine. And then the neck lock is basically just bending the. Well, here we go. Um, the application is to bring the chin down and back. This will close and compress the neck area. So you bring the chin down and then you bring it back. The pressure create you if you ever if you got a Buddha or whatever, a meditative Buddha, or you got a picture of or whatever one, if you notice how the neck on the Buddha is bent down a little bit and going back, that's that's the position. That's the posture. The pressure created at the front part of the neck stimulates the thyroid, parathyroid, thymus, the curtain, and the thymus gland being stimulated is going is really help your immune immune system. Because the thymus gland, as you know, it shrinks as we get older, and it produces the T cells and whatnot, if I'm not mistaken. But that was very important for the immune system and the, and the, um, and the lymphatic system, which is basically the immune system as well. Lymphs clean uh, and purge out toxicity. Uh, thymus, uh, thyroid, parathyroid, thymus gland, the carotid, the carotid sinuses are also compressed. This stimulates the parasympathetic actions while decreasing the activity of the sympathetic nervous system. By extending the neck, it creates a pulling effect on the bottom of the brain and the top of the spine, which in turn stimulates the medulla oblongata, the mouth of God, and its associated functions in conjunction with the parasympathetic nervous system, including the heart, respiration, blood pressure, and so on. 
When all three locks are applied correctly in sequence, the body naturally responds. Remember, the Madugan God is a place where we can uh, access uh, our um, astral, or I mean, our solar solar identities or our past lives and whatnot. Uh, when all three locks are applied correctly in sequence, the body naturally responds. The root lock closes the lower end, the chin lock closes the upper end, and the stomach lock in the middle puts pressure on the energy within the tube and heats it up. The practice of these locks will enhance. And will in essence subtly awaken the Kundalini serpent and lead it into the lower spinal canal. There are two kinds of strengths, just as there, just as there are yin and yang. The outer physical strength fades with age and is dissipated by excess. The inner flows through and with and from all things. The inner strength is by far the more powerful of the two, but it must be developed through constant practice and study. The secret of meditation is regular practice. Perseverance, diligence, and quiet determination are required. If performed on a daily basis, continuous improvement may be expected. The most imperative aspect of meditation is development and control of the energy. Learning to control the chi or energy teaches one to control the mind. Therefore, their emotional reactions can also be regulated. Breath control is the key to proper meditation, which can be defined as constantly altering the state of the mind. The universe around us is filled with balanced energy that operates in all matter and all. And matter, as we know it, is made up of particles which move due to the working of this energy. Um, this energy circulates through the body, bringing health to every cell, disease, and aging set in only when there is a deficiency or excess of chi or this energy and or when, there, when it is out of balance or the energy flow is blocked. The healing process begins by restoring the optimal quantity and the proper balance and flow of this energy. By way of meditation and balancing this life force energy, we can improve our health, vitality, increase longevity, heighten physical abilities, and accelerate and expand the mind. Ultimately, it can achieve, ultimately, it can help you achieve your personal vision and intent by strengthening your mind's true direction. The abundant life force that envelops the earth flows in currents. Similarly, in the body, the life force flows through channels called meridians. Acupuncture uses these channels to cure disease or uneasiness. If these channels remain open, then blood circulation and the other physiological functions of the body run smoothly. All cellular tissue is active and diseases eliminated and prevented. Man, Mem Alif Noon, is born with energy of the same life force flowing through him as flows through the universe. No matter if we're working, resting, reading, or walking, the body cells are active and using up this life force. While pursuing the goals of life, we gradually exhaust our storehouse of life force energy and may become vulnerable to disease, fatigue, and a shortened lifespan. Some of this life force is generated through food. If the food life force is the governing principle, then obesity sets in, which blocks the life force pathways and results in disease. If the body-mind life force rules, then the food life force, uh, the body-mind life force rules, the food life force, and a long life without disease will result. This energy, energy can be produced by sexual activity as well as properly controlled. The life force that is usually wasted in our outer orgasmic release can be recycled and redirected into the body's energy reserve for healing oneself or others as well as expanding one's energy field. Food and sexual activity are occasional sources of energy, yet we tap into this balanced reservoir simply by breathing. If energy is low, it is because of incorrect breathing habits. Americans exercise in generally externally, moving the muscles. The Dallas body condition is basically internal moving of the energy. Man, me and my Noon, 
abides in this great sea of universal energy, mirror, you know what I'm saying, through proper coordinated deep conscious breathing techniques, man can draw off this life force energy to reestablish her or his bodily spiritual strength. This energy, remember spirit means breath, this energy will spill over into your life and will will enable one to maintain a calm and joyous interior in the midst of the most hectic day-to-day hustle and bustle. Not only does meditation have an effect on the energy body, it also affects the physical aspects as well. There can be changes in hunger levels, digestion, insomnia, memory, skin, and magnetic presence. You may also require less sleep, and you will develop a relaxed sense of serenity and harmony with yourself and the world around you. Meditation calms the mind and registers the flow of consciousness to naturally reach a state of pure, unadulterated awareness for the eventual union with the absolute. And, you know, that goes right back into what we was talking about, the sacred marriage and the um, opus, opus, I mean, opus, uh, the great work, opus magnus, and hieros uh, gamios. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, the first meditation we're going to go through is, uh, like I said, the um, fusion of five elements transforming negative emotions. Now, I'm just going to read through it. We're not going to go through the meditation. I'm just going to read through it because if we go through the meditation, it's going to take 15, 20 minutes. So, first, we have to form the Baguas. The Baguas are eight-sided figures. It's like a stop sign. See, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? This is ancient right here. This is so when we talk about the stop sign, eight sides and take stop on it, our definition is like we got to stop being spiritual. Stop is written in, in white, you know what I'm saying? So they're telling us to stop the activity or the movement of the spirit. So we've got to keep that thing going. So form the, the eight sides of this Bagua. And the, um, look up what Bagua represents on these eight sides. Well, okay, wind, thunder, mountain, water, heavens, metal, earth, and fire. And you can place those there's different, uh, each one, heaven is at the top, earth is at the bottom. Fire is on the uh, left side, earth is on the right. I mean, water is on the right. Uh, thunder, mountain is on the far, uh, thunder, 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 Anyway, we don't want to go uh, waste, not waste, but I don't want to go into it too uh, too much. So if you want, you can look up those different representations as far as doubts concerned. Doubt, and, and that means, boy, you can put your own thing going on in the, in the eight the eight different sections of the Bagua. But we, we first construct the Bagua. So we see this octagon shape, and we... Um, you know what I'm saying? First, the first one, the four is four of them. The four bagwas are located as follows. The front one is at the navel, is behind the navel, about one and a half inches inside. The back bagwa is at the door of life, or at the back of the body, directly opposite the navel, with the lumbar two and three, about one and a half inches in from that spot. The left bagwa is on the left side of the body. It intersects, is at the intersection of the mentally drawn line extending vertically down from the left armpit. 
and the line extending horizontally to the left side from the navel. So it's right there from the armpit at the navel and form an eight-sided uh, um, octagonal shape right there. And then the right one is on the opposite side, same thing. Is on the, from the right side, you draw a, a mental visualization of the vertical line coming from the right armpit and going to the navel um, right there to about one and a half inches in. So energy is brought into these bodies and uh, blended and transformed. So you form those four different uh, bodies or eight-sided uh, figures, one, on, one being at the uh, front right there, at the navel, behind the navel about one and a half inches, and then the other ones at the back or door like uh, from the lumbar two and three, between the lumbar two and three at about one and a half inches in. Then the left one, draw a line down from the armpit, draw it and make a box wall right there. You can actually do it with a, uh, a pen or something. I don't, uh, something. don't get no heat points in doing it. But um, you, can put, you can put that right there on, on, on the left side. Coming down, it's a line. It's an imaginary line coming from the armpit, and imaginary line coming from the navel. And you put it right there in that area on the side. It's about one and a half inches in from this intersection point, as they intersect from the navel to the armpit. From the navel, from the armpit and the navel, right there on the side. Same with the right side, from the right armpit to the navel, intersecting right there. Draw, draw a bagua right there as well. Um, how you do it, you trace the bagua with the mind and meditation, drawing it in layers, beginning with the outer three-inch octagon, then continuing inward with the second and third levels. All are drawn in either a clockwise or counterclockwise direction. Depends on how you feel. If you feel like you, you know, male doing it clockwise, female doing it counterclockwise, it's up to you. You know, um, clockwise means going into future and counterclockwise pass, but uh, this is how you want to do it. You can do one this way, the other that way, the other this way, the other that way. So after we shaped it and it's memorized, you can recreate it simply by visualization. So you can also look it up on the internet or get the book. You know what I'm saying? I think the book might be in PDF form on the internet, Beauty of the Five Elements by Masa Chia. Um, so first, you locate the four bagwas. Front, behind the navel, about one and a half inch. Um, so we did all that. Now, the first practice is, um, well, the point of control of the calendar is considered the center of the body. It is located in the space between the navel and the door of light, but more toward the back of the body in front of the kidneys. It is three inches in diameter, and it is the place where prenatal force as part of the universal or original force was formed. So um, it's also the place where all of the five elemental forces combine and transform to a very refined energy. The energy from each of the four bodies is balanced and condensed at the Tati centers. Tati is the symbol that's inside. It's in the center of the Bagua. Uh, it's the uh, yin-yang symbol. Um, so the, the Tati centers of the four bodies spiral and blend the energies and directed through the funnel light back to the Bagua to the cosmos. Cosmos will be the center of all those four those four Bagua's right there on the left, right, and front and back. It would be the center. Remember I was talking about how you form that triangle and then place the chi ball in the center? Those are those bagwas. There's four of them, but I would say form a triangle, you know what I'm saying? So, but you know the concept behind it. 
and you, you have a reference. So you have those four different spots right there. All right, the front and back bylaws function is a pair of spiraling drawing findings and condensing the energy to the column. The two side consists constitute a second pair of spiral draw refined and condensed the energy into the cauldron. Alright, so anti-cauldron energies are mixed, further blended, and condensed in the pearless form. So you put all those energies together and form the pearl. Alright, so sit up properly in the chair, feet, feel the feet touching the ground, the hands holding together, uh, and the tongue touching the palate. That's, that's another bond, the, the tongue lock. Um, so the, the tongue is behind the teeth at the roof of the mouth. Allowing the energy to stay within the area and not escaping. So practice the inner smile meditation to relax the mind and the body. Feel the smiling energy like sunshine collecting the eyes and the third eye. Let all the facial muscles relax. Instinct the facial muscles. Feel the outer corners of your eyelids, the mouth uplift and smile down. And feel the smiling energy slowly flow down to the neck, thymus gland, and the heart. Feel the heart open. Create a state of love, joy, happiness in the heart. Smile down to the organs and become aware of the virtues of each organ as you smile to it. Smile to the heart and generate a sense of honor and respect as you increase the feelings of love, joy, and happiness. Smile to the lungs and generate the feelings of courage and righteousness in the lungs. Smile to the liver and generate kindness in it. Smile to the pancreas and spleen and generate fairness and openness in these organs. Smile to the kidneys and generate gentleness in the kidneys. Feel the positive effect on each organ as you smile to it. Be aware of the positive emotions you are generating. Smile down to the sexual organs. Smile to the digestive system. Generate a creative energy. Feel the energy flow all the way down with the saliva as you swallow to your stomach, small intestines, and large intestines. Number four, return to the eyes. Smile to your pituitary and pineal gland. Smile into the left and right hemispheres to balance the brain, and then smile all the way down the spinal cord. Return to the eyes again and smile down the front, middle, and back line. Well-trained students can practice the inner smile at a fast pace. So the more you do it, the easier it becomes, and you can do it within five or ten minutes, the whole, that whole process. Forming the front bagua. Turn your awareness and sense inward toward the navel. This is the front bagua. Uh, concentrate on the navel and bring all the energies you have generated there. Feel the warmth as you smile to the navel. Blend the condensed energy to a ball of energy inside the navel area. Look inward. Turn all the senses inward in preparation for constructing the bagua. Beginning at a point one and a half inches inside and a little above the navel, draw with the mind the first line of the bagua. Continue striking all eight lines in the outer layer of the bagua. And then um, eventually you'll have all the eight lines. Now, at one time, draw the eight spokes from the outer layer through the inner layer. Picture the Tai Chi symbol in the middle. And as you draw each spoke, continue it into the Tai Chi. So connect all those spokes into the Tai Chi symbol. Lastly, let the Tai Chi symbol start to spiral in either direction but preferably clockwise as it gradually blends and transforms those energies. Down the bar walks in global white light. Some people will sense a stronger ability to concentrate at this time, rest, and experience this glowing light and warmth. Pulling the back bar wall, beginning at the point above and one-half inches in and a little above the door of light, mentally trace the first outer layer and construct the second layer, construct the third layer. Do the same thing as above with the Tachi symbol, uh, you know, connecting to the spokes and then spinning the, the Tachi center uh, as, uh, uh, clockwise and then rest and experience that as well. Notice that the back by wire is identical to the front by wire. So you have that always as reference points. Spot the front and back by wire energies to the cauldron, the center point. Now divide the concentration between the front and back by wire.
follow the two bottle walls, especially the Tai Chi centers. Initially, you can follow without worrying about moving in a particular direction. Eventually, you can use your mind to train the spirals of each of the bottles to spin in the direction you choose. With your inner eye, direct the energy along the road and pathway of the spiral, and then become aware of the funnel-like shape of the backs of the bottle walls. As you spiral, feel the force being drawn in from the bottle walls through the funnel-like backs towards the cauldron. Then concentrate more on the cauldron and the spiral to help draw the energy into the cauldron. That's the center point. That's the in between those four bottles right there, the cauldron that's in the middle. When you feel the energy at the cauldron, condensing and stop spiraling. The, the condensed energy can glow with white light. Some people will simply feel a greater awareness of the neighbor area. On the right side, bottle remember, same thing as the other ones. Form it like that with the Tai Chi symbol. Then form the left side, same thing as the other ones. Right there, just spiral the left and right bottle energies into the cauldron. Now form a pearl. In a mild and relaxed manner, mentally concentrate and turn all the senses downward to the cauldron while containing. You should feel no tension, but rather keep a simple awareness of the energy that is condensing there. From the pearl that is the highly condensed essence of your life force energy, it is the essence of your organs, glands, senses, and mind, and will absorb the impure energy of the organs, glands. Purify it and return it, return it to them, and return it to them as a high form of energy. The pearl can control the organs and glands, and it helps establish the cauldron firmly. The pearl is, is in essence, uh, the initial, the seed is, is the first set. When you begin to feel the energy condensing at your center, uh, this is anchoring and programming the pearls through verbal affirmations. Um, a bit more, uh, when you begin to feel the energy condensing at your center, relax and a bit more and turn all your senses, turn all your senses, attention, and awareness into the pearl. As you relax sufficiently, you will feel your energy stabilizing and the pearl becoming stronger and clearer in your awareness. <clears throat> All right. Um, I know I'm going fast. Um, I feel at the peak of these sensations of centeredness and stability, anchor in the program that's experienced with pearl, associating yourself with the center anchors, your center to pearl, use verbal affirmations such as I feel deeply centered, clear and calm, external forces do not move me. I am under my own control. I feel grounded and centered. My energy is stable and clear. I am emotionally balanced. Move the pearl into the microcosmic orbit. Move the pearl down to the perineum, the gate of light, by focusing on lightly, focusing on lightly contracting, pulling up the perineum, feel the down pull on the pearl. Since the pearl is a bright star shining in the dark at the bottom of your body's trunk, the place the cool blue energy of the earth now enters through the perineum. Some will see the blue color, while others will feel a gentle, soft, kind energy. This energy enhances the feeling of grounding. At this point, you may anchor in feelings of security, safety, and grounding by using verbal affirmations. For example, I am safe, secure, and grounded in my daily life. Pull up on the back part of the anus towards the sacrum and remove the pearl from the perineum to the coccyx. Fill the sacrum to adjust the alignment of the coccyx with the earth force until you feel more centered and grounded. Feel the coccyx shine with light as the pearl reaches and then passes through it. Again, use a verbal affirmation of the feelings of being centered and grounded. Move the pearl to the door of life and feel it glow, enhancing the feeling of softness and gentleness. Now move the pearl up to T11 and feel it radiate with light. Move the pearl to, to uh, T11 and thorax 11. Now move the pearl to C7, uh, cervical um, vertebrae 7. The cervical vertebrae 7 glow and burn off any burdens that you may feel. Now use the affirmation to program the feelings of lightness and well-being. Move the pearl to the base of the skull, the jade pillow, let this point glow with bright light. Move the pearl to the crown. Feel the crown with light. Feel the warmth of the universal force of the North Star and the Big Dipper. As these are uh, planetary energies of Taoism. 
as that energy now enters through the crown. If you have the captain, if you have the capacity to see colors, the color of the North Star is purple. While the Big Dipper has a red light in its center. Feel the loving, strong force. Continue to be aware of the pathway of the microcosmic orbit as we move the pearl down to the third eye point. At mid-eyebrow, feel the gentle, smiling energy combined with the cosmic particle force as it's drawn into the mid-eyebrow. I know I'm going fast. Bear with me. If you can visualize colors, see the force as golden. Feel this firm, strong, determined force. All right, just go through the microcosmic orbit, basically. Um, then at the end, collect the energy, bring the energy to the navel, hold the energy here for a while, and then bring the energy behind the navel to the cauldron, and fill its warmth, and then collect the energy at the cauldron. Finish with the chi massage. In the exercise, by rubbing your hands together, and then use the warm hands to rub the face, throat, and so on. You can view chi massage in Monte Tia's uh, book, Chi Self Massage. Basically, rubbing the hands together and um, massaging the centers. The All right. Um, go to the collection points and um, the actual, this is part two right here. Oh, no. All right. Um, Transforming the negative emotions of each organ to useful energy. This is a. This is, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm about to. I'm going to see that right. Press the inner smile. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We're going to go to part two. Balancing the organ energy to experience the inner peace and harmony. All right, so we go through one. Practice uh, the inner smile. We'll practice to blend the organ energy. Uh, you first form the collective points for the kidneys and the heart. Then you blend the kidneys' energy with the heart's energy at the front body wall. Next, you form the collection points for the liver and the lungs and add blood dippers to the lungs energy at the front body wall. Finally, you add the spleen into its collection. All right, so these collection points, the collection point for the kidneys is at the perineum, a spirit approximately three inches in diameter, uh, created at the perineum, um, which acts as a container for kidney energy. Uh, the collection point for the heart, the thymus, and small intestines is that located the nipples. Between the nipples and men, approximately one inch up from the bottom tip of the sternum in women. Um, so collect the energy of the heart there. Collect the point for the liver is located on the right side, just below the rib cage and, and level with the navel. It is at the point of intersection of a vertical line mentally drawn from the nipple and a line extending horizontally to the right side from the navel. A three inch diameter sphere is formed at this point, at this spot to collect the liver's energy. The energy of the liver is warm. The energy of the heart is high. Collection point for the lungs 
uh, is located on the left side, same as, as well the insects is a, a imaginary line drawn from the nipple down to the navel and going to the left, and it's a circle uh, extending across the left side from the navel at three inch diameter. Collect the, the lung energy there, the energy of the lungs is cool and dry. Uh, the color is white. The color of the uh, liver is green. The color of the heart is red. Okay, now the collection point for the spleen. Collection point for the spleen is directly behind the navel at the center of the front body wall. A three inch diameter is formed at this spot to collect the spleen energy. It's at the center of the front body wall. Remember, the front body wall is right there at the navel. One and a half inch of uh, amory. The energy of the spleen is mild in this season of Indian summer. Um, the color is yellow. So the colors of the colors of the kidney is uh, blue or black. Season is winter or whatnot. But the colors of the heart is right is red. The summer season of summer. The color of the wood. I mean the color of uh, color of the liver is green. Season of spring. Oh, the color. Pardon me. The color of the lungs is white, and the color of the skin is yellow. All right, so blend um, the organ energies. What we do is, as you proceed with each step and smile to each organ, concentrate on the positive emotion associated with the organ. All right, so be aware of the kidneys. Do the kidney sounds away. I mean, uh, and then as blowing out, kind of practice a few times, and you can feel the kidneys. You can review this in six, seven sounds. Uh, using the packing process breathing technique, slightly contract the left and right sides of the anus to squeeze the kidneys. Use the power of the mind rather than tension on the muscles to do this. Then release the, con the contraction to sharpen your awareness. Form a spirit to perineum, the kidney's collection point, by inhaling and pulling up on the perineum, on the perineum and pushing the lower abdomen down to perineum. Exhale and relax. Mentally perceive the formation of the spirit and let it glow with the blue color. Follow the energy in both kidneys and in their collection points in either direction, increasing your awareness of the collection point and intensify the spiral there until you feel the force drawing the kidneys, uh, cold energy into it. All right? Uh, so smile to the kidneys. Form that area, that spirit in the perineum area and let the energy go down into that area. Uh, the heart collection point, same thing, but it's at the, you know, the heart collection point it's right there between nipples for men and it's about an inch or what not below uh, stern, right there at the uh, sternum for women. So uh, be aware of the heart and diamond gland. The sound is ha. So inhale. The sample of the kidneys again is sway, sway. So inhale and sway and bring the energy down. The heart, do the same thing. Inhale and gently pull up the anus towards the heart. Contain, I mean, continuing to pull up until you feel the energy reach the heart. Then using the power of the mind, gently squeeze, contract the heart area. Do not use too much physical force. It's better to use a gentle muscle contraction in the power of the mind. Mention perceives the formation of the spirit that is the heart's collection point that glow with red and color. Spire the energy at the heart towards the heart collection point. Intensify the spire of the heart collection point to the force of the spiral is strong enough to draw the hot energy of the heart and diamond into it. Now, draw the kidneys and the heart energies to the front bagua. So divide the energy between the collection points of the kidneys and the heart, feel the cold and hot energy, mother and father the energy, and uh, allow those energies to come together, spiral them, the kidneys and heart, uh, to, from the collection points of the kidneys and the heart, and spiral to the front body wall right there at the belly. Increase the spiral force at the front body at the front body wall by using by using the eyes and the mind. Physically create a slight circling body movement at the same time to help increase the 
spinal cords. Spinal cord enough force to create the core the cold blue energy or black energy of the kidneys and the hot red energy of the heart to the front body wall. For each breath, inhale and draw the cold blue kidney energy to the body wall, then exhale and draw down the hot red heart energy to the energy blend. Um, all right, now we do uh, balancing the liver and lungs. So form the uh, liver collection point um, right there, you know, right there on the um, right side, the circle right there from nipple to uh, insect plant that enables three three inches. So inhale and the sound is so inhale, contract the right side of the anus to the liver, then contract the liver from the liver's collection point by inhaling, pulling up the right side of the anus and pushing down on the right side of the body under the rib cage, contract the muscles in this area. Relax and mentally perceive the formation of a bright green colored spear as a collection point for the liver. Spinal draw the moist warm liver energy into this collection point. Now do the lung side, right, the left side, same thing from the nipple to the um, uh, the intersection line from the navel, three inch circle. Inhale, pull up the left right and and, and right sides of the anus towards the lungs. The, uh, remember to inhale and contract the right side of the anus for the liver, but the left and right sides of the lungs got two lungs. So um, what the lungs is, consists of two two parts. So the left and right sides of, of the anus towards the lungs under the rib cage contract the lungs. Form the lungs, uh, collection point by inhaling again, pulling up the anus to the level of the navel, and mentally drawing the line from that nipple to that area and draw the circle. Exhale, relax, and mentally proceed formation of metallic white three-inch spirit under the left rib, left rib case. Let that be the collection point for the lungs. Spiral draw the dry, cool inches of the lungs to the collection point. Now we're going to draw the liver and lung energy to the front body wall. Divide your attention between both points. Be aware of the front bagua. Spiral draw the liver and lung energies into the bagua. Blend the energies so that they are not too warm and moist, nor too cool and dry. Then be aware of the spleen on the left side, slightly toward the back. Do the spleen sound. The spleen sound is ooh. Uh, uh, the lung sound is all right. So the liver sound is the kidney sound is sway, and the heart sound is all right. So back to the spleen. Uh, do all these sounds so vocally, but feel it in the vocal cords. Inhale and pull up the left side of the anus towards the spleen. Use the mind to lightly squeeze the muscles on your back and feel the spleen. Exhale, relax, and heighten your awareness of the spleen. Form the spleen's collection point, which is at the center of the front bagua. It's already there, so it, but it's at the center of the front bagua, where the Tachi symbol is. Divide your attention between the spleen and the front bagua. Spiral and draw the spleen's mild energy into the bagua, visualizing the color yellow. So color yellow for the spleen, the color white for the lungs, the color green for the liver, the color uh, red for the heart, and the color um, black for the kidneys. Form the back by wine blend energy from from the back collection points. So you do the same thing as the front and do it on the back. Then collect all those energies from the front and back together in the cauldron. Spiral and draw and condense the energies from the front and back and, uh, and blend them all together. Form the right side body will blend the energies from the right side collection points. Uh, spiral and draw the energy from uh, from all those locations. And um and and allow all those energies to to collect while uh, smiling at all the organs while you do while doing that meditation. So while we're while we're forming. While we're uh, condensing and collecting the energy, smile it to the heart, 
well, yeah, the heart forming that the circle right there, forming it, collecting the energies of the heart, thinking happiness and, and uh, whatnot, uh, just positive emotions of the heart, just then uh, form the energies of the, of the kidneys, that's perineum right there, the circle right there. Let the energy form right there is condensing and collected there. Then get both of those energies inhaling from the kidneys and going into the front bagua and then exhaling uh, the heat or the red color into um to the front bagua, so black from the, the, the uh urinary or the perineum going into the bagua in the center, then red going to um the bagua in the center from the heart and do the kidney, the kidneys the green. I mean, the liver is green, so if that circle forms a circle, condense all the energy, smile into the kidneys, put the energy in there, then do the uh, lungs, form a circle right there on, that, on the left side, smiling, the energy condensing, collecting energy there, the color is white, then put both of those, collect both of those together and put them in the front bagua. Then do the spleen, spleen color is yellow, allow the energy to go down towards there and collect in the front bagua. And they could, uh, could do form the same thing on the back bagua's while smiling and converting the negative emotions into positive emotions and positive affirmations, and uh, collect all those energies there. Circulate them. We're gonna stop right there. It gets more intense and a little more advanced. Uh, but that that is one of the, one of the meditations I do. Uh, I still do it to this day. Uh, just those parts right there. It's other like I said, it's, uh, other formulas. I think it's five within it's complete book, but just going to uh, those two aspects, forming the bagwas, and forming the spears of the uh, those different organs, and collecting those energies together, and condensing and collecting those energies together, and putting them in the front bagwas and, uh, and the back bagwas, and then putting those two energies together, and condensing those together, and then putting it into the pearl that's within the coffin, and circulating those energies, together, and then finally going back into the microcosmic orbit, circulating it through that um, microcosmic orbit. Very powerful. Very life often is good. It's good. I've done it for a few years. Like I said, I just one of the first meditations that I started as far as the inner exercise or exercise type of meditation, I just sit in, in meditation. But that, I mean, sitting, you're not moving, but you, you move the inch within all right. Um, uh, another quick three-phase meditation. That's I have time. Uh, 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 first deep diaphragm and breathing. So you get to your good posture, relaxed, uh, breathing through the nose, deep, go deep into the diaphragm, making the stomach big. Then, you know, of course, breathe as close to the spine as possible. Ex- I mean, exhaling uh, as close as possible to the spine. Do that for about until you feel very relaxed, maybe uh, 10 breaths, breathe in for six seconds, hold for six seconds, exhale, three. Do that a few times. Then after you do that for about 10, whenever you feel good and relaxed, then go into uh, alternate um, alternate breathing where you well, you put one finger, you put your um, index finger at your tonal gland area um, in the center right there at your first thigh, and then you're going to exhale out real hard, get out all that excess on both nostrils, clear that passage, and breathe in through 
while your index finger is at the at the pound or the uh, first side, your thumb is on your right nostril, breathe in through your left nostril, seven seconds, cover your left nostril, hold for seven seconds, seven seconds, then exhale out of your uh, right nostril. Do that seven times. So now you inhale through your right nostril, seven seconds. Close your right nostril, hold for seven seconds, then exhale out of your left nostril. That's one cycle. You do that seven times. That's going to balance left and right. Do that after the diaphragmic breathing. So do the diaphragmic breathing for about 15 minutes until you're in a state of relaxation, almost transcend, you know, but still in control, still there. Then you go and clear both passages. Then you inhale with your index finger at your palm gland, resort the first stop right there between both eyebrows. Inhale through the left nostril while holding down the right nostril with your thumb. Then cover your left nostril with your middle finger while your index finger is at your pineal gland. And then hold, inhale seven seconds, hold for seven seconds, and then you exhale for seven seconds out the right nostril. Then breathe in through the right nostril for seven seconds. Hold for seven seconds. Then exhale for seven seconds out the left nostril. You do that seven times. One, when you do both nostrils, that's one cycle. So do that seven times to both. Then after that, go to focus uh, meditation where you put your hands back down to uh, earth and, uh, whatever you want to, the earth and moon mudra, or sun and moon mudra, I mean, uh, where um, left hand is covering the right hand or for men, left hand will be on bottom. For women, right hand will be on bottom. But after that, um, you go to focus meditation where you will uh, focus on the, uh, the breath, focus on the tip of the nose, focus on your pineal gland, focus on the lower abdomen, the, uh, the uh, solar plexus region, the uh, throat chakra region. Just, uh, just focus on anything like that and just deep concentrate breathing while focusing on that area. And then you can close and clear. That, but that whole meditation right there will help enhance your uh, processing of the energies within. And that's a good meditation. Uh, is, is other meditations I, I didn't. I will will practice on some of them inside of uh, each episode. But basically, this whole thing on meditation is my medication is on the premises or is, is dealing with how, in, in my own experience, how it has changed my life, meditation, by learning how to breathe constantly and breathe correctly. You know, I've, I've healed myself. Earlier I had a problem with my leg because uh, I ran today with my weight jacket. I ran about two and a half miles or whatever up the street. This is heels and stuff. So right before going into it, I didn't know it was my emotions too because I'm brushing to get everything together. So... I stopped and did the relaxation tension exercise real quick. You know, I breathe in through my nose. You breathe in through your nose, tighten up whatever area that's in discomfort, and you imagine the light coming from your medulla oblongata area while exhalation, on the exhalation, you're smiling to the pain or whatever, and you release the pain. And it's all intense, but it's also removing the energy within your body. So the more you practice these different exercises or exercises, the easier it is to hear yourself and others. I, I, I went to Ray K on the brother the other day, and uh, he had some neck issues. And, I, and, you know, I sat there and I was like, uh, while I'm doing the Ray K, I got to a certain point to where I'm, I'm actually at the, spot, at the spots where the pain is generated, where it has been generated at. And I'm like, you got more pain right here than you do over there. 
So by the end, when uh, afterwards, you know, when he was ready to talk, he was like, "How do you know?" He was like, "Well, anyway, you know, say so I could I could sense it because I've been doing it for a while, and I could sense that energy right there was blocked more than it was on the other side due to all of it being interconnected." Now I ain't healing them. I'm just a conduit of the energy that's within him, and I'm just moving certain, you know, say so I'm just able to move and process the energy properly through mind activity and certain things that I've been I've been taught in the modality of Reiki. Give thanks to uh, Dr. Aileen for tuning uh, once once to that that modality. So, but anyway, he came out of it and he was like, "Wow." The the problem in his neck was right there because he had been moving furniture all the day before, and he had discomfort right there in the collarbone section. It was gone, you know. So it's, it's there, you know. The self-healing and healing levels is there. We have to practice it, though. Day-to-day, day to day, I, I do something all day, every day, you know. Tai Chi, Chi Guns, meditate, eat properly, think properly, think healthy. You know, and the spirit will will move healthy. You know, healthy, and we'll see a healthy environment. Everyone has this potential. Even animals, even the trees, can heal. You know, we look at things in the wrong perspective, and it's going to be in that way. You know, what I'm saying. So we got to look at this stuff like it is. All of us are interconnected. Everyone is here together, and everything is healthy when it came in. You know, what I'm saying. Even the tree heal itself. If we get struck by lightning or some type of, when rain comes, it, it, you know, and it tries to, even the elements can't harm that tree. So the same with us. You know, we can heal, heal ourselves within and we can heal others. So we just have to tap into that energy properly. You know, don't tap out, tap in. Become who you are inside of this, 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 uh, this whole ordeal that's taking place right now. Don't become who they want you to be. Become who you already are from the from the jump. You know what I'm saying? You know, be that superhuman, that superhero. You know what I'm saying? You are the Lord of the earth, the water, and the fire because you are the intelligence, and that's the breath. So that's the air. You are that. This whole physical structure is that. So the heart of the matter is the life, life and the light. Life light is mother and father. That's water and that's fire. So that's who you are. Who am I? You are creation. You are the utterance and the sound vibration of creation. So as we particularize or particulars and the elementals come together through an organization. Organized means uh, to come together through sound, basically. You know what I'm saying? So as the organs in our body are balanced through sound, like what we were just talking about, high to the heart, sway to the liver, I mean the kidneys, the lungs, the liver, and the, um, the spleen, we balance internal reality, therefore the Lord of life internally will reflect externally. That, and that's just one of the meditations. There's thousands of things. I mean, there's different ways to get this popping and jumping properly. We just can't do it. It ain't going to happen externally first. 
reverse self getting the source. So we got to get us right internally. Because if I ain't got spiritual health, then I'm going to have physical health, right? So I say, you know, I say goon goon. Um, I say goon, a goon meaning the spirit of the ancestors. I say means the undefinable um, spirit that permeates all things, the power that's within all things. So let's get that ancestral energy popping within us, you know. And uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Next week, I'm not going to be on. Forgive me for these uh, these spaces. Sometimes I'll be having like, I got things going on. We all do. So I'm I'm just informing you and aware you that I won't be on next week. So guess I'm gonna close out. I know I rushed through a forming of the Bogwads and and everything. So go back and just listen to it. It's not really that complicated. It may have seemed complicated because I was talking through it fast, but you know, um, hopefully this will this will assist us in the transition, and and we will be able to see more in depth who we are. This is good. This helps. I promise you. I went through it already, and um, you know, I'm not the same person that I was a couple of years ago. I'm still whatever. But the ego, the egotistical aspect of the lower self is now um, been refined. I still have certain qualities of, of that ego, you know, as far as concerns, memories and stuff. But I've learned to tame that ego. I let go of the ego, so to speak. Let go of my ego and have obtained a higher quality of my reality, of just reality and from, in general from my own perspective and Everyone has the same potential. We're all the same. I ain't getting nothing that, that's that great and nothing like that. Ain't, it ain't nothing like that. I'm just saying I know where I was and I see where I am at today. And uh, reflecting on that, I know it, it happened through um, meditation being my medication and not relying on some external type of uh, activity to get some positive results. All right, so peace and blessings from the First World Order radio band. And I hope that you, I, I know you got something out of it. And, um, you know, just continue to add on out there and do your diligence. Keep studying and keep moving up. You know what I'm saying? Moving on up to the side. All right? Peace.